Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tips, Targeted Individuals Protection Support Saturday Night Podcast. Today's date is June 4th, 2016. My name is Shelley Hoyle, and I'm your moderator for tonight's call. Welcome and good evening. We are about human rights. We help support and expose crimes directed at victims called targeted individuals. Our matters are organized stalking, electronic harassment, harmful frequencies, torture, non-consensual human experimentation, blind telephone, and misdiagnosis amidst the psychiatric field, and more than that. Please join our efforts in exposing these extreme human rights violations throughout the world. Okay, you guys, so uh, some of you know my, my mother passed away, so I've been taking care of some some issues. Uh, the no newsletter, I'm, I'm out of the state. And last week we went to city council, so I apologize for any inconveniences. I have not done a newsletter. I promise to get back and get everybody updated with them to get value, you know, useful information. Um, Dave Boyce was on Wednesday night call, and he, he pops in on Wednesday nights. Hopefully he pops in tonight, but if you uh, want to follow what Dave Boyce is doing, pop in on the Wednesday night uh, call to action, and that's 139-381-POUND. He's had about 10 articles written up already about uh, his uh, backpacking across America, and that's pretty exciting for us. 10 newspaper articles. You can always go to Facebook and uh, put in Dave Voigt, V-O-I-G-T-S, and get updated. Uh, Maurice and Crystal, let's see here. Maurice and Crystal have an event going on November 11th, Wednesday, 3 o'clock, Los Angeles City Hall. The address is 200 North Spring Street, Los Angeles, California, 90012. You can also uh, check on their website, humanitywarriors.com, and they're calling us put down your weapons, stop terror attacks on humanity, stop the electronic ambush, get educated, and get involved. Okay. Um, my tips website is uh, TI Protect, TI Protect, fully operational now. I've posted the finished city council packet for everybody's use. Uh, along with other, um, you know, facts, books, but still I'm, I'm going as a, updating it as I go along as time permits, so um, go ahead and check that out. Uh, we welcome Ella to our list of conference call moderators. She offers an afternoon call, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so hey, if you guys need an earlier call or you just have something to look forward to, uh, the day, uh, you know, I used to just wait till that 6 o'clock call. It was really something I looked forward to and I still look forward to almost uh, times to the calls. So it's Tuesdays and Thursdays, 4 to 6 Pacific Standard Time. And the code is 141-476. And Ella has titled it Triumph Over Targeting 
and she has a real already some really cool guests, some actors, and a, and a pretty um, comprehensive call. Again, the code is one four one four seven six. So thank you, Ella, and welcome. Also, there's a mistake on my website. Karen's call is on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know, still Karen's been around for a long time, and I. And when I was updating Ella, I took her out, and we, I didn't mean to do that. So Karen's call is Tuesdays and Thursdays. And her, um, we'll plug her call, 130-288, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's like an open chat forum. So if you, you know, it's really great for just talking about anything you need to, especially coping and things like that. We're there for each other. So, okay. Uh, so just report group meetings. We have got next meeting for uh, attention panel support group. We have June 18th, Saturday at 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Again, uh, July 16th from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Please contact Laura Soloway at 206-365-6139. Or Curtis Kimball at 817-901-8720. Some of you have contacted me about the starting support groups. Um, please keep reminding me. I, I've been extremely busy. It would be it would be nice to get a um, to have a support group coordinator, and that way we ensure uh, that people you know that want to start the support groups that we can um, support those. Um, you know, those, uh, oh, I got a blank, efforts. So, uh, again, um, so maybe you guys can think about the, uh, you know, support group coordinator. Um, let's see here. So, Sharon Thayer has a, a New York support group. Sharon Thayer, so if you're from New York and you want to attend, uh, Thayer 8 at T-W-E-N-Y dot R-R dot com and you can listen to the recording and you need to repeat that and uh, tomorrow Amy from Oregon um, is having her support group meeting it's at sun it's a little from 3 o'clock to 5 p.m. tomorrow at Hollywood District Branch Library at Multnomah County 4040 Northeast Tillamook Portland Oregon contact Amy at 971-207-3401. And also, if you want to subscribe to my free newsletter, send me your email address, and I'll add you at piprotect at gmail.com or targetswithwings at gmail.com. All right, I said enough. <laughs> you get back to the call, and I start unmuting people. Thank you for your patience. It's important to El Mariana. Let's pick Mariana. I, I, I went over uh, Mariana and her letter writing campaign is is important. She's um, she has been helping Dave Voice. Everybody's getting involved. Spencer Carter, um, you know, from Texas. I mean, a lot of people are calling ahead, and somehow we're getting you know a lot of coverage from Dave Voice um, and a, a couple of letter writing campaigns. Uh, Mariana, uh, do you want to join her efforts at Liberty Writers? At hotmail.com. Again, that's libertywriter at hotmail.com. And if you want Spencer Carter, if you, uh, just send me a, a, an email 
and I'll be happy to hook you up with the sensors. I think it's tiawareness.com. Um, so uh, apologize if I get that right and if sensors here, I certainly wouldn't mind an update. I asked him to come on Wednesday's call, and uh, he forgot. So, okay, let me unmute some of these people. Hey, bear with me just a minute. And uh, tonight's guest is uh, Peter Rosenholm. And uh, we're just going to do an update, and, and, and he's got a couple things, you know, that he's uh, going to share. And uh, so it's always a pleasure to have him in and talk about cool things that he's got going on. So, hey, Peter, what's going on? You said Derek. <laughs> I said Peter. You said Derek. That's I all right. I thought I swore I said Peter. But anyway, so, hey, Peter, what's going on? Oh, not much. Like everyone else, it's a Saturday night, and, you know, you gave me a call and asked me to come on. So we thought we'd talk about some stuff, and which is pretty good. We have fun doing that. Yeah, we do. You, know, you were telling me about you're, you're doing some, um, well, a reading or something, but you, you, you've got bamboo growing, right? Yeah, I, I have aggressive bamboo, 30 years old here. And you know, maybe five years at the house before this one, and I finally am fighting it. It got up to forty feet tall and over two inches in diameter, and it's terrible. It's tough. Don't plant bamboo. Don't plant bamboo. Did you? Was it was there a reasoning or a, an incentive for planting bamboo? Well, I, I I used to go to a park. I I had my company a machine shop and. I used to go to the greenhouse and have lunch, just sit there, you know. And and so the guy who ran it offered me some bamboo, and and so I got it, and you know, I you know planted it where I lived at the time, renting a house, and then when I built my own house, I planted it, and and uh, it just got bigger and bigger till you know windstorms, it's ripping my gutters apart and everything else. Uh oh. Yeah, well, we talked about, like, isn't there maybe some way, well, actually that led us into some different types of shielding that they're using with shapes. And because I, I asked you, well, what about taking your bamboo and putting water in it? Because I know you talk about water all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, it wouldn't work. I mean, shielding has to be completely enclosed. You know, I mean, water bags is the only thing that works only because it hugs to the shape of your body. You know what I mean? One person yeah. once told me that they actually use a, it was actually a nuclear engineer and said that, you know, he tried many layers of tinfoil and and put, you know, elastic bands around it and, you know, he thought it, you know, whoever he did it to it, he, they thought it worked. I don't know if it does or not, but I know the water will over your heart, you know. Is it increasing the mass? Is it cooling your body temperature? We know microwaves can heat your body temperature. You know, so I've mentioned before, get the the wine that comes in the box, it's in a bag, and when you're done with the wine, then, you know, put water in it, and distilled water would even be better if you could do that, you know, clean it out a little bit, and then put distilled in there. Yeah. But, yeah, that works, but I mean, to really make shielding with water, you know, I was reading where, you know, it, for them to do it, like, and be in outer space with all the cosmic rays which is, you know, frequencies and particles, uh, they would need like 30 feet. 
Well, I'm I'm trying to envision because I have like these blow up mattresses, you know, and I, I but of course you couldn't put water and use water in that thing. Where would you? You could, could, I mean, but if they break open, what a mess. I mean, you know, with with these little bags, you can put a pan beside you, and if you get a leak, put it over. You know, we haven't had too many leaks, but some. But, you know, it's made out of P-E-T-E, pretty strong plastic, very strong. It's what your Coke bottles, Pepsi bottles, milk bottles are made of, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's made to be very tough. And you say you stack those up. I know you take the wine... Yeah, you, you still leave it in the box. You take it out of the box and you rinse it out. Oh, you t- you know, obviously you take it out. The only reason why I think it works is it it contours your body. You know what okay. I mean? In other words, you know, if the microwaves or waves were going to get between you, they'd have to go through the plastic, which is an insulator, and they'd have to be very, very small, which would be extremely high gigahertz. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not likely that, you know, it's likely that a bag would do, give you some help. In fact, I remember when I put it up years ago, I don't know, like a decade ago, everyone wrote that they were using gel packs and water and in all different ways. You know, some freeze it, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know um, quite a few people use uh, ice and stuff, it's, you know, and they have the fanny packs that the ice belts or I mean, I've seen all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, a, a lot of people got stuff out there. If it, if it works for you, you know, right. then then that's good. But, I mean, most things, people come up with shielding, and it seems to work for a little bit, and then it doesn't. You know, whether they're playing with us or, or whether they just take some little time to get around it, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah that's what we're dealing with. What we were talking about earlier, we were talking about the bamboo, what could you do with it? And I said... I could make a geodesic dome right over my whole house. You know, and then I said, you know, if you look up the battlefield commander's tent, you'll notice it's a geodesic dome because round is a better shape. You know, like all the stealth fighters, they're all rounded, multi-layered. So, you know, there's also a book that's called, uh, was written in like the early, you know, 1900s. And it was diffraction of scale of waves using the spherical model or something like that. And so clearly a, a sphere, you know, deflects it in every direction. Okay. All right. So is that something that is like you're, you're just now checking out, so different shapes as far as, I mean, because I remember you were using Teflon, you tried that to Faraday cage and different types of screening and things like that. So. Yeah, you know, we we, ha- we had trouble, you know. One, one guy put up a shielded room, got uh, material with, you know, very light coating of copper on a plastic material, and and he took it down in a week because st- it, it builds up with electricity. And one of the reasons for it to be r- rounded even if it's not round, to be rounded, is that the electricity builds up on shot points. It's like you can put a spoon in a microwave and not a fork. In a fork, the electricity will build up on the ends of the tines and then could spark to the sides and burn out your microwave. Uh-huh. So, you know, it was even, there was even one article I read. It was, it was crazy, kind of. It was about people touching towers or fences and getting shocked. And they talked about tissue burn, sides of the shock. And believe it or not, women suffered worse, you know, mainly because they got a smaller pointy finger. (laughs) 
and they touch it, and they would have more damage to their finger. But they were talking about like microwave towers, radio towers, all this, all this stuff. I mean, I see birds just chilling on, you know, it, it doesn't affect them. I'm just thinking, you know, I wish there was a bird. Uh, so it, but I they're, not t- they're not touching the ground, though. Yeah, that's true. That's why. That's why squirrels and birds run across the power lines and, you know, and we can't. You know, if we touch something and we're grounded, we, we get electrocuted. You know, it's like even when someone gets hit by lightning, if, if it hits, you know, their left arm and goes through their heart, you know, to to their feet to the ground, they get killed. But if, you know, their arm was touching something else and it just went through their arm, they're all right. Okay. You know, it's the path of the electricity. Yeah, I'm being distracted by it. You guys, I'm just going to say that I'm going to mute the chat because I'm not going to babysit, so, uh, and I'm not going to tolerate nonsense, so bear with me. I'm um, to tell you, um, you know, it's getting pretty pathetic. So um, I apologize for the interruption. Um, Peter, what what meter, if I was to download an app, which, which app, I know we've been over this a hundred times, what, if I, uh, like, was going on to Google Apps or something, and I know there's one for detecting frequencies um, that you can buy or that has a, um, the recording and that also has a alarm. Do you know the name of that? No, I, I have trouble understanding what you're saying. You're almost like too loud in the oh, earphone. Right. All right. Well, here, let me take it off there. Thank you for telling me that. Um, all right. Here. How's that? Better. Um, okay. I think. Uh, so, if I know we've been over it a hundred times, and if uh, which like if I wanted to purchase or go to Google Apps and and get a, a EMF reader or some kind of a, a meter reader, uh, which do you know which one of the apps that has the alarm on it and do you know um, what's the best one for detecting frequencies and it, which one has a recorder on it? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure, but obviously I don't think your your tablet is the best detector you can get. Which one? I don't think I don't think your tablet is the best detector you can get. You know, in other words, the antenna has a lot to do with the frequencies you're picking up. Okay. You know, so these devices that are meant to do this, you know, have an antenna meant for a certain range of frequencies. So, which one do you think is the best? Whether you buy, or go out to a facility and buy it. Uh, you, you know, I'll be honest. If you if you read uh, like uh, Nick Nick Beach Control in the Human Mind, or you listen to Doctor Eldon Bird, they mention the frequencies are so low they're virtually undetectable. You know, you need really expensive equipment to really pick up the frequencies they're using on us. So that's ground. The ground, the electromagnetic frequencies are low. What about like the frequencies you know coming from the horizon? Though those are high frequencies. Uh, if it's if it's your uh, Wi-Fi, yes, it it it, w- it would be two point four five gigahertz. You know, but what are you going to pick up? Two point four five gigahertz. It it would have to be pulsed or something, pulse modulated. They normally call it. You know, for it to affect okay. you. And and be honest, that is you know when you look at it, it's two point four five gigahertz they use in your microwave oven, and it reacts with water. 
and in your microwave oven, it's AC, and it flips the water molecules back and forth, causing friction, heating your food. You know, so why is our Wi-Fi 2.45 gigahertz? It reacts very well with water. We're water. Right. So. Uh-huh. Uh. Yeah, so I, I just looked at the chat. Pathetic, huh? It is pathetic. It I is pathetic. Wow. I mean, uh, not, I mean, I don't know if you buy into this, the whole thing that they're dumping metals in the air, but, I mean, it's like everybody's getting lit up. I mean, they've got this tech, in my opinion, they've, uh, the air is getting contaminated, and at any time, in my opinion, then they can just light you up, or, or I don't know how they do it, but they do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Is that a conspiracy theory, or do you, do you believe in them dumping the stuff in the air? Well, I mean, they're definitely doing chemtrails. I don't know why they're doing them. There's yeah. a number of scientists who could say better. You know, and I, I've seen some stuff. Uh, you know, one is they're trying to slow down uh, global warming effort. Uh, I read another one about how they can paint the surface and see it in 3D from satellites. You know, what else they're doing? Who knows? You know, are, are they infecting us, I guess, is, you know, what a lot of people wonder about, you know? Are we getting nano in us? Yeah, uh, nano. That's such a conspiracy word. It's, um, but it's true. If you read any scientific magazines, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, but, I mean, so do you think that it's more frequency-based that they're doing these harassments, you know, through, I mean, how do you think that we are more targeted versus, yeah. Oh, well, here's what I think. I think it all started with stages. Uh, I guess if you go back early to Ronald Reagan, uh, he started what was called executive, you know, powers. Uh, you know, so a number of presidents have made an executive order. And so, you know, that that's part of the problem we got. And some of those are related to surveillance and everything. You know, we have the NSA spying and everything like that. And then we have the FISA court that was set up, or the FISA Act, and that was to go after foreign spies. And so they started that, and then rather than go after Russian spies, shortly after that, they started going after American people. And, you know, if you think about it, it's all a plan, and they take little step by step. And so then so then now they're, just, they're, they're looking at Americans, you know, as you know, this this spy. All it takes is an accusation by law enforcement, and you can be under surveillance by the Joint Terrorism Task Force, let's say, right? And right. so, not, so instead of going after, you know, terrorists, they're going after regular people. Instead of collecting data on terrorists, they're collecting all data now. You know, and I, I think with artificial intelligence, the more data they can begin to predict, control society. You know what I mean? And so, all right, so now they get these surveillance programs going, right? And then they put through this bill, 1994, called uh, 5241-R, which says that anyone under surveillance can be experimented on. Do you know about that one? Okay, hang on. What was the question, Peter? I'm sorry. Okay, so... Now that they can start surveillance operations with just an accusation, you don't get to defend yourself in court no more, right? Right. Uh, Then they started another bill in 1994 called 5241-R. 
Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. That's the um, yeah, that's the um, well, it's in the Human Protections Act, isn't that correct? The Humans Protection Act, or is that the DOD thing? It's a DOD. Yeah, DOD. Okay. And the DOD also can experiment on. They're exempt from the common rule, uh, and it was three things. And I think it was uh, energy weapons. I think it was biological weapons, and maybe it was nuclear, something like that. But there were like three things that they were exempt on. So I mean, well, you, you know, Peter. You, I mean, I ahead. just want to say this that I, I uh, when I flew down here, this is so ironic. I get next to it, and, and the funny thing is, I wasn't assigned a seat. Um, so I went to, you know, they checked, you know, your your ticket and ticketing. And I get on the flight and, you know, my, my ticket pops up. So I'm sitting random. And I sit next to a guy supposedly um, out of the military. Um, and uh, we started talking, small talk. And um, he explained that his shoulder had been messed up in the military. Then he, he requested the aisle seat, which was fine with me because I, I like to sit by the window. And so we just started, I engaged in little, you know, small talk. And, you know, he goes on to tell me that uh, he's flying through Spokane, he's doing a geographic, uh, to train people in the forestry, the exact word, to track criminals and terrorists. And I said, oh, really? And how do you track these criminals and terrorists? And he goes, oh, through their DNA. And I said, oh, you mean frequencies? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, is it that compartmentalized? So he thought I had a classification because then I talked to him about, uh, well, you know, I I'm, I'm, I understand, you know, general dynamics and I'm an advocate for human experimentation, <laughs> rights violation. You went on this. And, hey, I, you know, I said I'd like March for the homeless vet. And he's like, yeah. And then he goes on to say that uh, how lucky we are to be living in the United States and I thought, oh, boy, we're on the good old boy spiel. And, you know, but I found it, and, I, and I, he thought I had the classification. He asked me like three times, and I, and I asked him his classification. He went on and said, it's like these unlimited classification, secret, whatever. I just found it really odd, though, because I thought like DNA, I know that they're testing, um, they contract it by your DNA because I had a roommate that had a rife machine, and you know about the rife machines and things like that. But I thought, that's kind of old school compared to where we're at now, right? Out, yeah. The rice machine, you know, it's it It's meant to cure people, I guess, or stimulate muscles, and right? Right, yeah. You can, if you ha- have a muscle ache. Um, but, uh, no, they're, they're way beyond that. Nick, Nick yeah. Dietrich's book, Controlling the Human Mind, talks about the liquid <laughs> crystals on the outside of cells and how when a water molecule or hormone comes along, and it vibrates at the same frequency as these liquid crystals, then they resonate, and the power amplifies, and then the cell knows to draw that in. You know, they also expend waste and, you know, rejuvenate and all that. And it, all these sig- all the signaling is going on in our body. And as far as our DNA, our DNA communicates, uh, transmits and sends data and stores data. So, you know, them tracking us by our DNA, yeah. I can believe it. Yes. I thought it odd though if he had this classification. I guess I guess that's declassified. I guess that uh, you know, because it let me know that they were tracking people, you know, through DNA and I thought, you know, I, I finally kinda ended the conversation with, Well, you know, I'm being targeted and I'm not a criminal or a terrorist. 
And uh, that, and we kind of, uh, uh, you know, I wanted to ask him more. He goes, what do you mean a target? I thought, well, you know. Um, so I think people are, you know, it's, it's compartmentalized, as like everybody said. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, know? people like Eldon Bird uh, spoke a lot about it, you know, and he, he really didn't know what he, he was developing science to a point, and they would take it away. It would go black, he would say. And then I guess as he got old, he began to put everything together and figure out what's going on. And, and you know, a lot of it was they were deciphering the dolphin language, uh, and then they were finding out dolphins could send images uh, that they could echolocate, you know, and create images in their mind of the, you know, the landscape and, and the fish and people or whatever around them. You know, so they learned they learned a lot from the dolphins. Well, wait, well, also when you talk about ourselves communicating, I mean, I just watched Lucy again. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Lucy? Lucy? Yes. No, what's that? You got to watch Lucy. Well, they come up with this synthetic drug uh, that uses 100% of your brain, and once you're at 100% capacity, the cells start really talking to each other to the point of uh, infinite time. I mean, it's really bizarre, but it, it, I mean, it's, it, it, the theory is not too far off. Um, yeah. Yeah, communicating with each other where anything that she read or saw or absorbed on the internet was just, your your brain was turned into a computer. So, I mean, you know, sounds far, but that's where we're heading. Uh, yeah. Now Star Trek. It's, um, um, okay, let's, uh, we got a couple questions. How about if I open it up and get some people involved? How's that? Sure. Let's see here. I don't know who is first, you guys. So, hi, East Michigan. Welcome. Hi, Shelly. It's Jody. Um, I missed the first, like, 15 minutes of your show. I think that's Peter that you've got on there, but I'm not sure exactly what your topic is. But I did want to ask him if he could explain a little bit more when he stated that about the FISA courts that there were that they would get complaints from law enforcement, and I wondered what is the scope of those complaints? Uh, you know, pretty much it was the FISA Act that started it, and the reason why they started it was to go after foreign spies. All right, and so then they have a FISA court, you know, which approves these surveillance programs. Uh, I remember reading it one time, it was some years ago, there had been like 220,000 Request for surveillance, and every one had been approved. Uh, a few they made them modify, you know, I guess the level of surveillance, but then they were resubmitted and they were approved. So even talking to the ACLU at the Boston State House, they were saying they just rubber stamp them. So you, you can say any any accusation of wrongdoing on your part, and you go under surveillance. They they stamp them. So basically, so basically, they've got their list of keywords, and if we violate that, we're flagged for surveillance. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think the accusations even necessarily right. You know, in the beginning, right. we we all seem to be, you know, when De- when Derek did the survey years ago, right? We were all pretty much within a ten-year group, the baby boom, and it was like they designated that we were expendable. And, and we were all going through all TIs, and we were all around the same age. And, you know, it, it was weapons testing on me, you know, 
but everyone's situation was a little bit different. They also were building up groups in society to do the stalking and whatever. You know, so anyways, it started with the FISA Act, and they have a FISA court. They rubber stamp every surveillance. And then in 1994, they came out with the 5241-R, and it allows them to experiment on anyone under surveillance. I mean, right. it's, it's like, you know, we don't get to defend I've read, ourselves. I've read it. It's shocking. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you look at it, they set they set up the Pfizer Act, and it sounded like a great thing. All right, we're gonna we're gonna keep a close eye on on foreign spies, and then they turn it to Americans, and then they turn it to experimenting on Americans, right? Peter, can I ask you now? It's because it seems as though. Uh, like the government's kind of gotten an autoimmune disorder, which means in the body, you know, the body turns against itself. So yeah. if this is what our government is doing to us, turning against its own, uh, you know, inhabitants. Um, the question I come up with next is, well, is this really our government turning against us, or is this a foreign government perceiving us as foreigners who have, you know, because I really no, believe our country's going to go on a coup. No, I don't think so. What what I think is Hitler did this. You know, Hitler went after his own people. He he started slaughtering people. You know, but what what they found was if you want to make a weapon that affects people on the battlefield, and you experiment on people, it's the quickest way to find out what works. Right. Well, yeah, that's very true too. But um, I, you don't believe you don't believe that our country's undergoing a coup. I do believe it's undergoing a coup in a way, but what I see, it seems to be a very planned... If you read this, there's something written by... It's a military writing, and it's called Revolution in Military Affairs Short of Conflict. All right, and then in there, I remember it saying that they want to change society in the way that the people wouldn't accept. And so they're coming out with these covert measures to do it. Now, this this uh, 5240... Wait, who, who, wants, who wants to do that? The DOD? Well, or this, the is this, well this is the DOD, but I mean, I, I believe they're working with the FBI, politicians, corporations, all these powerful people. You know what I mean? Well, but it looks why, like... They, why do they want to do that? Well, they, then they, if you le- read things like global governance, you know, what they want to do is make... You know, they talk about growing people. Uh, it, it's kind of like, uh, what was it called? Uh, it was that book written in England. Uh, I can't think of the title right now. But it's basically in the future, you know, men and women don't, aren't married. They go off of relationships. Basically, children are grown by the state. Uh, this is kind of, you know, what I, if you read, you know, Global Governance, which, which you know, I remember it being written by the U.S., but I, it might have been affiliated with the UN and it was about merging us with machines transhumanism it was about growing people for specific jobs uh you you know when you watch a science channel with uh what is his name Tyson DeGrasse Neil Tyson DeGrasse uh you know he he's come up with a number of things it's like, like Dr. Persing just said look all all the thoughts ever thought could be held on the earth's magnetic fields right and, and the name of his video was, What If There Were No More Secrets? So Neil Tyson DeGrasse comes up with a show, What If There Were No More Secrets? 
Uh, Neil Tyson the Grass comes up with another one about we we're gonna have to modify people in the future to you know go into outer space because maybe on on Mars there isn't enough air and we need to make people who can live on Mars with less air and there'll be more radiation and you know and so they're looking very much at modifying people you know are they doing this in some base somewhere I wouldn't doubt it. I really wouldn't doubt it. You know, they're looking, they're looking, what they said was they want to change society in such a drastic way and in a way that we would never accept. So they're coming up with, what's that? I said it's really sick, sick thinking. It is. It's basically saying we know better and, you know, we're not even going to debate it with you, Aaron. But, you know, I mean, we, we can always, you know, talk to the politicians. It's like, you know, when we get put, you know, in a hospital, you know, and a lot of times we're just thrown in there. Well, that that's against habeas corpus. Uh, habeas corpus is where the king of England used to take people and just start torturing them in his torture chamber, maybe kill them, you know. And eventually the parliament said, look, you have to charge them with something. You can't just take people. They need to have broken a law. You know, and they need certain rights, and they came up with habeas corpus. And and so now what we're dealing with is habeas corpus means of the body or possession of the body, something like that. So in that day, they actually took people and put them in a torture chamber, right? Well, now we're dealing with we need habeas corpus enforced to not attack us in our homes. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, yeah, and, and, and Go ahead. I was wondering if I, I was going to ask Shelly, I just learned something this week. I really wanted um, everybody to know about it, if I could comment um, in response to what you just stated right there. Um, but finish your thought first. Uh, you were right. saying about the so, habeas corpus and the whole. Uh, all right. So, so what I think we should do is we should approach someone probably who, you know, uh, habeas corpus is suspended since we went to war under the War Powers Act. I don't think it's been reinstated yet. I'm not really sure. But, you know, when there was a vote, it was like 32 to 20 or something. And we need to find like a congressman or someone who, you know, disagreed with it and explain our plight. And we need the same rights in our homes as habeas corpus of the body. In other words, all right, so you're not picking us up anymore and throwing us in a torture chamber or a cell, you know, but we should have the rights and freedoms in our home. And, you know, we're supposed to have rights and freedoms in our home. They're really stepping all right. over them. You know, right. I, mean, I did do some, I did, go ahead. So anyways, if somebody does get put in a hospital, as I was reading the habeas corpus, you can apply for a writ. I believe it's called a writ. And that means, like, so if we get someone in a hospital and they, you know, or, or a jail and they believe they're unlawfully, you know, being grabbed, then if you file a writ, you're supposed to be able to get in front of a judge and plead your case. Are you, you talking know? the writ of habeas corpus? Right. Well, no, it's, I don't know. It, it was talking about habeas corpus and then it talked about a writ. It talked about, what you know, file. What's that? You have to, yeah, what kind of writ, though? Well, it, it, you got to go read it. Go to Wikipedia, read about the writ, and then you, you would basically 
fill this out, bring it to a judge, and then you could get that person out of wherever they were and in front of a judge to plead their case. So I know in my state they can put you in the hospital without going in front of a judge. But if you file this writ, you're supposed to be able to get in front of a judge. I'm going to interrupt right here because evidently we have someone on that is supposed to be on the call. I'm not sure. Um, Matthew Monroe, who is running for state senate, uh, evidently Crystal from California said that she was visiting our call this evening. And if if you're on the call, uh, Ms. Monroe, Mrs. Monroe, Matthew Monroe, could you hit star Southern California? Can you hit star eight, please? And sorry for the interruption, Peter. Um, but if we've got someone that's running for um, state senate, I would like to. No, no uh, problem. If she's on the call, and it's just uh, anyway, can you hit star eight? Maybe if she's a lawyer, she can answer some of these questions. <laughs> right. Well, we well, were talking about habeas corpus, and I, I really don't like to interrupt our guest, but um, when I found out she's running for um, senate, I thought, okay. Um, so evidently, she's not here. And if Crystal, if you're listening. Um, I don't see her anywhere in the queue. I see a Western Washington State. I don't know if that's her. Hi, welcome to the call, Western Washington State. I'm looking for Matthew Monroe. No, I don't want to bring, you know, no, you're right. And I told Crystal after Peter this evening. So unless uh, Matthew is on the call, so let's get back to it. No, I apologize. Um, go ahead and and finish out, and then uh, and then West Washington State. Did you have a question for Peter? Also, I'll keep I'll keep Jody on so we can continue going back and forth. But hello, um, are you talking to me, Shelley? Uh, actually, I was trying to get uh, I was trying to get West Washington State had. Uh, yeah, I know her. you were trying to get yeah. someone. Well, let me know. Go ahead, me to continue. continue. Go ahead, Jody. It was a good good. Uh, you know, you're on a good flow there, so go for it. And you were yeah, talking. Okay. Sorry for the interruption. Go for it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, the, well, let me see where exactly I was at. Well, I understand. See, I've been doing a little bit of um, researching on the um, habeas corpus, and and I guess there's two different kinds. There's like an original kind, and I don't know if that applies to like civil type things. And then there's one for a federal court, which I have to finish uh, doing my research on that. But from the original one, what they've done is they they've basically written all these um, amendments with case law to apply to it that are Subsequently, each and every one are taking away more and more of our rights of the original intent of the habeas corpus, basically to the point where they've they've like locked it up where there you know there's like no rights left. So that's something that you know we can try to follow up on, and I'll yeah. try to get a little more specific about that in the future. You know, if you want anything else about it. No, I mean exactly. Bush outright suspended it. George George W. Yeah, and that's where we had uh, that rendition program. Is that what you're calling the War Powers Act? Well, yeah, when he when he got the War Powers Act, that's when he did it. Okay, so was that him declaring war? Yes, they declared. Well, you know, him in Congress declared war against Iraq. Okay, but what about war against the American people, though? Because I, with what, with with what's going on with us? I mean, um, Peter, it's just so funny you happen to say that, you know, if anybody gets put in, in a hospital or jail, you know, I mean, right now I'm sitting on the, the point of a two-edged sword and, you know, um, 
because I've got guardianship and this judge wants to civilly commit me, put me in a psych ward, drug me, you know, of course, against my will, drug me against my will, and then put me in a nursing home. That's his goal. Okay, so this is what, you know, I'm hoping right now that this is not going to happen, and I'm going to do everything that I can to make it not happen, um, because it's all fraud. And um, What's that buzzing? Anyway, that's why I'm interested in knowing more about the habeas corpus, but I, I'd like to tell something else that I just learned about, too, because I think everybody will be interested in hearing this, Shelley, is that um, I was actually talking to um, a bondsman, a bail bondsman, um, recently, and in my state, Michigan, and I don't know how many other states, apparently they are being licensed by the state, and anybody can be one. You don't have to have any kind of a, um, you know, criminal justice, law enforcement, or military background. So basically, what they're doing is they're hiring um, uh, bounty hunters. They can be a bondsman and a bounty hunter, and. Um, Basically, apparently, they've got laws, and he quoted case law to me. Now, I don't know if it's really legitimate case law or if it's something that just, you know, got subsequently put on the Internet. Um, but apparently, they have um, they don't have to follow any constitution, any constitutional um, laws, and that they don't have to have any warrants, and they can kick down doors and take what they want. And they're having a good time at it. And this particular um, bondsman and bounty hunter is um, hiring basically, it's basically like a brotherhood, and they are basically um, a real tight-knit group, and he's only basically um, hiring just ex-military because they are trained, and there is a lot of liability. And I think that's basically because, you know, what they're doing really is, I believe, illegal. It's certainly unconstitutional, and... Um, you know, when they start stripping us of our gun rights, what are they doing that for? Are you saying a lot of liability? Yeah, why? Because what they're doing is not right, and it is illegal because it's against the Constitution. So there is a lot of liability. But, you know, I think this is uh, something that in, might be personally happening in my situation and many of the other TIs also. And they're probably collaborating with the courts and, you know, law enforcement and such like that, too. You know, I Homeland, mean... Homeland insecurity. I, I, I don't know if this makes me an expert, but I watched Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> and, and and normally these people have, you know, been arrested. And so they don't flee, you know, they go out on bond. And so these bondsmen put up a bunch of money. And so they're liable if this person doesn't show up. So if they don't show up, yes, then they go get them, you know, so they don't lose their money. But, I mean, I, I don't see how that's exactly us. I mean, these, these, you know, when I watch this show, these people have all committed crimes. You know, and of course, they've yet to go in front of the judge for their trial date. But this is to ensure that they do show up for their trial date. Well, I asked the guy if he was doing anything with civil asset forfeiture, and he said, not yet. But I believe this is what's happening with me because I've got I've had people and breaking and entering in my home since 2006, ripping me off blind, and you know this is this is exactly if you look up what civil asset forfeiture is, this is um, it sounds to me like this is a big part of it. Yeah, I, I never agree with the asset forfeiture. That that that's incentive for all kinds of corruption. 
Right, you know? but they've got people that are doing this, and, and apparently it's not, you know, I've like, uh, what's her name said, you know, the Shelly's foe, <laughs> you know, said that it, it is the police doing it. I do believe that. Yeah, I, I know. Police. I know they have an auction every year: boats, trucks, trains, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, and they're and they're fund they're funding the uh, the police um, retirement fund. Yeah. With these monies that they're getting, so you know, it's just part. I think part of the bigger overall picture. Well, you know, I found what, you know, I, I I went mushroom hunting and I found a a cement <laughs> finishing machine. And and so I, I pulled it out of the woods and I brought it home and I called the police and said, I found this. And they said, well, what you got to do is, you know, if we don't hand up there within 30 or 60 days or whatever, it's yours. So they come and they took it. And uh, in 30 and 60 days, they called me and they said, well, would you donate it to us? And they said, well, I'd really like it, you know. And I said, you know, can you guys bring it back? Oh, no, we can't bring it back. you got to go rent a truck and go get it, you know, which I thought what was... What kind of machine was it? Cement finisher. Oh, okay. It's got these blades that spin, and, you know, it smooths, like, the flaws in these big shopping centers and everything. And, no, I mean, there's no doubt that they're, they're trying to have this auction and get it. And my father even had a truck from one of these auctions. He said it was found with a whole bunch of money in it. And they put it up for anyone who wanted to come claim it. They knew who it was. And he he fled. Wow. And so my father bid on it, and he got it cheap, you know? Yeah, it's too much vibration with your voice. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Hang on a second. Um, so, okay, thanks, Jody. I'm going to um, go ahead. West Washington State, did you have a question? Otherwise, I'm going to unmute Oregon. Hi, Oregon, yeah. welcome. Did you have oh, a question? Hello. Hi. Hey, Shelly. Oh. This is Don from Oregon. Hi, Don. How's it going? Good. Hey, Peter. Hey, nice Don. You. Haven't talked to you in a while. <clears throat> You're talking my favorite subject, and this is the government's role in what's happening to us. And um, I just want to remind everybody in the target audience that this is not just our particular problem. They are doing all sorts of nasty stuff to people all over. They're mm-hmm. literally poisoning us to death. Um, you know, they're re- releasing these GMO mosquitoes now that look really dangerous where um, the mosquitoes are designed to infect the hive and then everything dies once it reaches the age of reproduction. So you can think how they could apply that to human beings where they get rid of all of us uh, once they reach uh, the age of puberty, which is kind of the way they like it. So we're looking at a really sick society. And, um, um, you know, I've been kind of hooked up with this place. I don't know if you've ever heard of Revolution Radio. Have you, Peter? No, I, I don't listen to it, no. It's an internet radio station. They have two stations, and um, they're really talking a lot about directed energy weapons and targeting, and there's several people who are targeted individu- individuals on this network. And, and the only reason I say this is because um, they have a roundtable every night for four hours, and it just gives people another option to start reaching out and telling people about what's happening to us because, like the lady was just on, you know, part of their goal is just to make us look crazy. And, you know, when you're out here being electrocuted like I am every single night, you, you just can't help but react and um, and come across to people who don't understand as being kind of off and um, maybe aggressive or angry. And um, so it's um, – um, hey, Peter, what was that uh, – what's the name of that law that you cited, the one uh, where, in regard to what gave them the right to experiment on people being surveilled? Uh, 5240. Okay, so what – You know, uh, space 1-R. 
And is that a an executive order? It's a DOD. I see. Okay. You know, it's a DOD law. I, I don't know exactly who made it. Yeah, it's a fifty-two forty dot dash r dot one. Is that correct? Fifty-two forty one dash r. Yeah. Yeah, Don. Ed, that's a that's a DOD classic. Because, uh, yeah. Because because yeah. you know my problem. I've always been a whistleblower from way back. I, I ended up getting the president of Florida State fired in 1993, Dale Lick, and he wrote me a letter and he was telling me how the the lawyers at the school were just scumbags. And I published his letter. I was working for a paper at the time, and they fired him for it right after it. So I've been on their their list for a long time, and um and so so when you mentioned that about. I knew I was being shot with all these different weird weapons. Uh, mostly they itch you or they shock you, the ones they hit me with. And, um, you know, I stay pretty homebound now. I just work from home. and um, But I've been having pretty good success writing things and sending them out and, uh, and talking to people. So, um, like I said, the more information we get in this document here will really show how they pick people who that don't walk with this, this whole Kazarian mafia thing that's taken over our government. And then they target you until you, until they break you, or they get you to go do something crazy like Chris Mercer and James Lofton. And then they, um, and now that they're, and I see how once they surveil you as being a, a domestic terrorist, then the next thing you know, they're coming after you and experimenting on you. And um, like I said, they have done everything to me over the last. You know, six yeah, years. I mean, I'll tell you, I wasn't doing any protesting. I had a robotic machine shop. I was working hard. Built my home. Built a million dollar home. You know, I was working all the time. And then they, you know, intercepted my mail, tapped my phone in my company, uh, broke into my company. You know, they isolated me. You know, with mo- most, mo- a lot of TIs are isolated already. Pretty much they ended my company, broke up my marriage. Uh, I got another job. They, I got Coppel Tunnel, and they got me out of that one. And they got me isolated, and then they used a load of military weapons, you know, Medusa, the heat effect, the giggle effect, uh, on and on and on, the Seroquel, all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how many weapons they have, and um, it's interesting what you said about isolating you, because what they did with me is, first when I was going out doing things, and I was really active, I was involved in every campaign that was ongoing, I was down at the courthouse collecting signatures and just getting in people's face and just really being aggressive about what I believed, um, which is our First Amendment rights, and it ticked off a lot of people. But then they they chased me down one day, and these two guys in this van ran me down, put me in the hospital, and the cops didn't even ticket them, didn't give them a breathalyzer. Three witnesses saw them chase me down and run me down, and the cops in the city of Portland and the mayor himself covered it all up. And it's just amazing that they, they they're able to get away with this. Another thing they did is when people came over here to visit me, everybody that pulled up, they'd run up to their car and they'd show them the badge and they'd say, this person is under uh, under federal investigation as a terrorist. Really? So, yeah. So they so two people told me, two people had the guts to come out and, and, and tell me what was happening, but they were scaring off every person I know because once they say you're under investigation, a lot of my friends smoke weed, they grow weed, they got really paranoid and they wouldn't come back around. Yeah, so, whatever reason, yeah, they, they don't want to, yeah. Well, you know, my customers, I, I wonder what stopped them all to send, from sending me work all at the same time. You know, and I'll be honest, I talked to Ted Gunderson, and he said, you know, we used to send out, uh, you know, those Justice Department letters. You know, and he says we basically do a letter-writing campaign on and sabotage their life. Yep, yep. Yeah, they, you know? 
Yeah, that's amazing. I, I called the vet one time, and it's, somebody was telling me about how they, and it might have been you, but they were mentioning about how they'll put a, they have an FBI screen that they'll hook up to every, anybody with a computer, and then when your name is entered or any identifying thing, the first thing that pops up is a warning screen saying this person may be dangerous. Um, be careful what you say. And I could tell every single person, because I never, I'm, I always got, I was always able to talk to people, and then I started calling people, and everybody I'd get on the phone that was pulling up a computer with my name got really weird. They got real quiet. They Their voice, their tone changed. They got yeah, real, that's strange. And you could tell, you know, it's not, you know, I worked as a reporter. I talked to hundreds of people, and it's obvious they, um, See, at least you knew, you know, but as a reporter, you you got to be, you got to remain neutral. I was reading the story about Pete Santilli, mm-hmm. and he became their spokesperson, yeah. and he moved, He and, and they took over this building with guns, uh, and he got involved, you know what I mean? In other words, you're going to be a reporter, you got to stay objective, you got to stay neutral, and you, you can't get directly involved. You've got to report on what what is going on from a neutral standpoint. You know, and I think that's where he messed up. As far yeah, as I know, I mean, he might end up going to jail, right? Yeah, he's going to go to prison, it looks like, for a little bit. They're calling his phone and his iPhone, his iPad, weapons now in this last uh, uh, indictment or whatever that came out. And uh, that's too bad. I mean, he, I'm not a reporter anymore. I'm a very biased, anti-government uh, person. I see the government as being run by absolute terrorists. And so I, I don't have no – I write a lot and I publish – things but I don't um I'm not hiding my bias. I'm real upfront about it. Um so but he, he got when he came out there and participated in that stuff, he definitely put his neck in the line both in Nevada and here. Um but I will tell you one thing, Peter, I believe that Lavoy Finnegan was being electrocuted when he um because I know when they shoot me in my fingers and I can be laying in bed or I'm playing the piano or something and they'll hit me in the fingers and they just fly. I can't control it. My hand will fly off uh, kind of crazy like or my legs when they do it, when I'm laying down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I believe that's what happened was he he got out of the tr- They first started shooting at the truck. And he got oh, with that the- guy who got shot. Yeah, but he did have yeah, a gun Lavoie- in his coat, right? I'm sorry? Well, he he did have a gun in his pocket. So, But I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is... Yeah, he, he, what, did he have a gun in his pocket? I, yeah, I see yeah, his foot he, were... Oh, wow, because, I mean, I watched the, one of the... Yeah, I, I mean, I saw the video, and he's got his hands up, and he's reaching for his coat, and he's putting his hands up, and yeah. he really had, he had a gun in there. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's why they were shooting him in the hands, because his hands started moving, his arms were moving erratically, and he stuffs them in his pocket. I don't think he was going for the gun. I, I, don't, I don't know what capabilities they have, you know, yeah. whether that was something that was... You know, I do wonder about these people who... Commit suicide like the uh, anthrax bomber. I mean, they well, announced it, on TV, you know, they were looking at him, and I don't know, he went out to his shed and he killed himself. And I survived the fourth suicide. You know, it's V2K, voice cloning, my daughter crying. They say they're torturing her. You want to save their, her life? Kill, kill, you know, kill yourself. It's the most brutal thing you can go through. Yeah. You know, you hear your little daughter being taught, you know. Well, and, uh, well, I, just want to, I know your little daughter, but when we get to the end of this conversation, can we can we uh, talk about the suicide in our community? You know, eventually, I would like to like let people know that happened and and, and, sure. and yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm go ahead. Continue on. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. I just wanted to mention that I felt Lavoie was being electrocuted with one, the same machine they're using on me, and um, and that's and then when you start moving around, your arms and the police are looking at you. 
you're swinging your arms around, you're sticking them in your pockets. They're got, they have a right to shoot you. So I think they forced them to kind of react that way only because of what's happened to me. And, and then the Chris Mercer thing down in Roseburg is also real suspicious. So um, but that's all I want to say. I'm glad um, – I appreciate you guys, and I'll keep listening, okay? Yeah, you know, and I'll say, you know, a gun's not going to help you. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, when they were in my house and they were attacking me and they are threatening me and everything else, I pointed a gun up and said, oh, yeah, you're a dead motherfucker. And the guy went running out of the house. And I did that to prove that it was them attacking me. I'm in my own apartment, and I'm being threatened and, and you know, being told they're going to destroy me, destroy my life. Wish the hell I was never born, you know. And I was able to prove it. And then shortly after that, a cop came. Don't you dare touch them. A victim legally. I go to get the papers at the courthouse. There's a cop car at every side road along along the parkway coming home. And I go to call a lawyer at a, a telephone, payphone, and a cop pulls up, rolls down his window trying to listen to everything. You know, it was uh, intimidation. And I really just, you know, I have the right to be in my own home without being attacked. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and you know, even if the gun was loaded, even if I defended myself, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I was... I, I could have defended myself. I didn't. And to me, it was just, a, you know, I was becoming psychologically unbalanced from what was going on. The I V2K and the attacks and all this stuff and comments on going to the bathroom and everything else, you know, that I had to know, is is this them upstairs? Because they're commenting on what I'm doing, and yeah. wherever I walk in my house, they're dropping something heavy. This was psychological warfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and so... I mean, we have a right to stand up for our rights. Yeah, they come, you know? around, they come around here and spray me with hoses sometimes. They'll bang on my walls in the middle of the night. Just, like you said, just constant terrorism, tormenting. Yeah. I mean, and, I, my, mine is moderated. You know, I mean, I, I, I stood in front of the town council, held up a bloody shirt. I got records. I got all kinds of stuff on them. They were filing false police reports, everything. I mean, i got to wonder what's going on when, when it's this bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a our government is very um, poisoned by some really really sick people at every level, and um, people need to like I said I I really love this Revolution Radio because it just gives me a chance to hear everybody talking a very about this stuff constantly 24 hours a day it's going so if you're targeted and, and can't get on the line check out Revolution Radio on the on the internet freedomslips.com and uh, might be a help. And, you know, what's funny, too, is what I notice now is all these politicians are calling for more cops, more and more cops. I'm going, God, don't we have enough of these guys? And I think that's why, because the politicians know they're doing it to us, and they just don't give a crap. And so, hey, I'm going to let you go, Peter, and you guys keep talking. Thank you for uh, filling me in. Okay. Great talking to you. You know, you know, what I was trying to, you know, get across is that the FISA cost the FISA uh, Act came out. Then they turned it against the American people. Then they make a law where anyone under surveillance can be experimented on. I mean, that means they can be tortured, you know, put to death. You know, we know all the things that are happening. And this is, if you you ever get a chance, you can go on YouTube, and it's called the Reese Committee, uh, Reese Committee Report, I believe. And, And it's about, just after World War II, and they investigate the nonprofits, which are the huge mega charities and those super wealthy people. 
And believe it or not, they actually got the minutes of their meetings, you know. And what they found was they wanted to bring the American people to the level of the Russians. No wealth, no rights, no power. You know, and they talked about doing it through gradualism. Now, gradualism is making a law, changing the law a little bit, adding another law to it, etc. Even a lot of these weapons, like I mentioned, the forced suicide, you know, they've got V2K. Well, you know, LRAD, I know, was declared a hailing device. It's clearly used as a weapon. Was V2K declared a hailing device? But now add voice cloning to V2K. And now you, you hear your child being tortured, right? I mean, clearly this is a psychological weapon. Let's up it and, and do this with Medusa with voice cloning. And now you're being tortured with the high power and hearing this, you know, and, and, and these are weapon systems. But they come out with, you know, all these little different components and turn them into a major weapon. You know what I mean? You know what? I mean, we were just talking today about um, about how there's no Russians that are to target. And we were discussing the fact: are they the ones like you know the organized crime that's kind of responsible for these community-based uh, you know centers or, or neighborhood or I, you know what I mean? I, I but where I'm from, there's I know there's no Russians. I mean. <laughs> There's no Russians in Arizona. It's too hot. No, no. You know, we we get we get get back to revolution and military affairs short of conflict. I think they have a goal to change society in a way that we would not accept. Yeah. And so, and so right now they're doing this. They're making these laws. They're giving police tons of weapons uh, that they shouldn't have. Posse comitatus. You know, says they shouldn't have these weapons. Uh, in the early days, I actually had conference calls at the NIJ about this. Told them how they were using non-lethal weapons to kill, and I, and I told them about the forced suicide. So, you know, what, what they're doing is this gradualism, and and I guess the point is what I'm trying to say. Everyone wonders why this is happening. Basically, to take away your rights, you know, from the Reese Committee, and it's pretty clear they don't want anyone questioning what they do. Uh, of course, we have a lot of corruption there. I don't think that's the greatest idea. And they want to change society in a way that we wouldn't accept. Uh, maybe more like Russia or China. But we fought communism. We That's why we value our rights, our that's free right. speech. You know, in a lot of ways, we still have free speech. I mean, you know, we've been through hell, so we're pointing out, you know, everything that we've gone through. But, you know, we are on the Internet. We are communicating with each other. We are looking up these laws, these weapons, mm-hmm. and we are educating ourselves through the freedom, you know, of speech and for people to put this stuff up. So, I mean, although when I talked with the FBI about V2K, then uh, he said, well, how do you know the name? Why isn't it V2S? You know, and I said, well, because it's on the Army's list of acronyms. And, and Two weeks later, they pulled it. So, you know, there, we don't have all the freedom that we should. I agree. Yeah, you know, far up here in between. Um, let's go ahead. Um, Texas, did you have a question? Hello, Texas. You had your hand up. Uh, you wanted to talk about suicide. Yes, I did. And and and, and, and Justin Holmeck. 
you know, which is almost like my name, which is Swedish, Finnish, Danish. You know, I wonder Holmek is almost like Finnish Russian. Uh, I guess he lived in Buffalo. I just heard this today, and I hope it, you know, I'm not getting anything wrong here. Uh, but apparently he didn't know anyone out there, and I, I knew someone out there that he could have got in touch with, and I wish we knew. You know, if anyone knows of somebody who's going through a tough time, you know, and they don't have anyone in their area, they should contact Shelley or Derek or the other groups, and, you know, there there are loads of, loads of us out there, really. Yeah, because we don't want to see people sit through the cracks, and, we, you know, I mean, I know uh, it can be difficult. Just a little reaching out, and, you know, if you're in a tough spot. There's the 800 numbers. Derek has one. I have, we have one. Uh, and the, the buddy list is still active, and, and not people on these calls. You know, we help each other when times are tough, and it's really unfortunate that uh, another member uh, slipped through the cracks. And, and someone was talking maybe that even... Um, it was a possible Manchurian, you know, scenario. I, I don't know the details, of, but it was suicide. And so, I mean, um, so I just think we can maybe... Uh, you know, it was Barbara Love who told me. Yes. And is, is Barbara on? Um, I don't know. Barbara, if you're there, you want to hit star eight? Okay, we have to... I, this might be... Um, excuse me. I, I don't mean to downplay... Uh, Justin Homer, so let's, uh, and we appreciate uh, the callers from California. Um, so let's let's just address this first, you guys. If uh, if Barbara is on the call, she called me earlier, but I am all I'm right now dealing with a lot, uh, being out of state, and my mom. Oh my gosh, you know. So you know, Karen's mom passed and uh, suicide, and and Barb is uh, still in the uh, mental institution. Barb from Michigan. Um, so we're going to also touch on that. Um, and so I, I just think maybe we can take a minute of, of silence and, and just give our, our thoughts and our prayers uh, to Justin. And um, let's do that, you know, and try to spread a little more kindness and, and know that we're there for each other because that's really, no one, no one else buys this stuff. You know, so let's just take a moment, a couple of seconds. No one needs to uh, go through this alone, you guys. So, yeah. And as far as this other girl, Barbara, I'm, Peter, I know, I'm here. Did you have a question for me? Barbara, we, we, we just talking. We wanted to talk, you know, quickly. That you know, you had mentioned that Justin Homick mm-hmm. uh, had died. Was it suicide? What do I think, or what was it said? Well, well. Right. If you don't know, then we'll just leave it. Uh, well, it was said a suicide. Okay. My question what are the numbers to call if you're in a bad spot with this? Well, well, first of all, I wanted to say he was in touch. You know, I was in touch with him on a regular basis for months. Derek was too. Um, it, it, he just didn't, couldn't find anybody in the area that was close by being in Buffalo, and I don't know where you you guys are and how far away everybody No, I, I know someone living in Buffalo. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh. So, if I had oh. known. It, yeah. 
Yeah. What are the phone numbers to call when you're depressed? Well, Shelly, do you have, do you have yeah. a number? Yeah, it's um, 888 uh, 472 9994. Uh, but you can also go to TIProtects.com. We have a buddy list with, you know, a couple hundred people on there. com. Yes. There's a buddy list on the front page with the comp- all the conference calls for every night of the week. Um, you scroll down and you um, you'll see the buddy list. Yeah, um, in Sacramento, half half the uh, population is gang stalkers, and it's getting worse. They're they're and they're straight from hell. I mean, they're. Well, can they're, I can I finish my comment before yeah. you get going on that? I recognize your voice. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say, as far as uh, Justin went, it was he was in so much pain, and it, they weren't allowing him. He would try and take pain medication. He'd try maybe to take Xanax or whatever for the voices, and they wouldn't let any drugs work. So he basically just, you know, he yeah, just couldn't handle it's, it. It's overwhelming. He fought, he fought a really good fight, and he had a big heart, and it's a total waste. He also was writing a book and finishing it up, a book we'll never be able to read. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that he was like really lonely. He just couldn't, he couldn't get out of the house. He was in pain, in bed all day. It was that kind of a thing. Yeah. on the gang stalker's side. Yeah, let's keep on the subject. I would like to, um, you, uh, I don't mean to put people off, but we do want to keep on, on track. And we are talking about uh, Justin, and we are talking with Peter as our guest speaker tonight. Thank you, Barb, and thank you for um, for updating us. appreciate that. So uh, Derek probably would talk more about um, what happened on his Monday night call. So uh, thank you, Barb. We appreciate that. So if anybody has any um, questions, you know, to Barb or to Peter, Peter right now, uh, let's use the time wisely so that we can... Uh, I have something I want to say, and I wouldn't know how to do this. Okay. The only reason we found out about Justin is that I left a lot of phone messages for a whole week because I was getting really worried, and he always would call back. The okay. only reason we found out about Justin is his mom got his telephone and heard all my messages saying, you know, come on, you got to call me back. You got to call me back. And she called me and it made me think, you know, how if you don't have somebody, well, you had me, but he obviously did this, but I didn't know his mom. I didn't know his brothers. I had no way of finding out what happened to him. I was just lucky his mom called. So I wonder how we can set up something with people we're in touch with. Okay, if anything like this happens, who can I call? Now, I wouldn't have known anybody, but at least well, I would have phoned Right, her. but Kate has got a, a so, and Peter, wasn't, wasn't that gal, was her name Sean, that actually has a list of targets? And I know, I know Kate's been working on a list, and, and you know, she's a go-to person, but you remember... 
what's his darn name? He was trying to get In Case We Vanish. You remember Keith? Trying to get what? In Case We Vanish. I'm um, sorry. You know, okay, hold on. He was, he, we had it In Case We Vanish. He wanted to get that initiated Keith. Um, all right. You know, another. we should be setting up a buddy list. You know, yeah. and, and whether you got one or two, it was better. The more, the better. And and you just stay in touch. If you even just talk once a week, and you know, you should have a buddy near you. You know, yeah, I don't I care if it's even four hours away. That. They can drive there. You know, and people have to get together. You know, in other words, we we got a New England group, and you know, we'll get together every now and then. And most people will come, and you'll get to know them. I mean, we went off to Tesla's Tower on Long Island. We even, you know, did some trips and had some fun. And, you know, you get to know the people. And then, you know, if, if you know, somebody all of a sudden you can't get in touch with them, I mean, sometimes people decide they don't want to talk no more. It does happen. But, I mean, at least try to stay in touch so you can look out for each other. You know, yeah, I mean, somebody can... happening. It's, it's got to go beyond that. Some, I, I think what you just said is it has to be local. Because if I was local and I hadn't gotten a hold of them in two days, I would have gone over there. But there wasn't anybody that we knew of that was there to go check. I, I was going to call the police. Dave, David Brinsko lives in Buffalo <laughs> with him. That name sounds familiar. He yeah. might have even tried to contact him or something. He's an old, he's an old T.I., you know. And, uh, you know, we had his number. But, uh, you know, it, it is a shame. And like you said, he was writing a book. And I, You know what? I you wish, know, I, was, chance you I, wish I wasn't so organized. He sent me um, the final copy, except for maybe the last ten pages, of a book, a transcript. And I read it in one day, and I sent it back. And he never, you know, his mom's got it, I guess. What Can you call her? Throw it away. Because she doesn't believe any of it. You know, it was all his story and and what his process was and what he learned about TIs. And I sent it back, and he never got it. I mean, he got it, but his mom got it. Yeah. I wished I hadn't sent it back so fast. Yeah, really? I hope you can do, like, maybe trying to give her a call and getting a hold of that book. Give me, it was very interesting. She asked me how I knew Justin. And I told her, I said, I was in a support group, and then I can't believe what I did. I said, if it's one thing I have to say on Justin's behalf, you must believe that he was telling you the truth. And I know in his heart he really wanted you to believe him. And she got real quiet, and then near the end I asked for her phone number. I said, in case I want to send flowers or something, she wouldn't give it to me. Wow. And, and... I didn't know if it was because I spoke up and said that. I felt like Justin yelling in my ear or something, you know. I had, I had to say it. So she'll get this book, and, and I don't know if she'll read it or not, but I can't call her. Maybe she'll send it back. I was wondering about that. Yeah. I had my address on it. You know, I, I read something about CIA torture, and they call it the circle of destruction and how... We reach out to people around us to talk about it so we can heal. But they're in danger of vicarious trauma, just hearing these horrible things. And so they push us away. And, and when it's remote, covert, like we're going through, I mean, they have, you know, it's very possible for them to say it's just not happening. And when they say that, then they're not being hurt. 
because it never happened. I said that. I said, you know, this is the hardest thing to hear. I said, it sounds like sci-fi, and it's absolutely unbelievable. And it hurts them so much because they love us. Yeah. To imagine that we're actually going through this is devastating to them. And and to not believe it is the only way to make make it go away, you know. He got cut off family because of it. They didn't believe him. Yeah. Not one of them. I know. It's tough. It, It really is difficult. Hello. Possible. Hello. 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 Hi. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, yes, I, I was just wondering if you guys had seen that where they caught the leaders of Chad and the Ivory Coast, and there's been like a country every day where the leaders are being sent to prison for crimes against humanity. And they were some of the countries that were using some of these same torture techniques. And so I'm hoping that someday that Bush and Cheney are going to have their day on the sentencing block for what we're going through. And so anything is possible. You know, There, I believe, I just keep believing in my heart of hearts that anyone who will break into your home, uh, you know, cloaked or otherwise, uh, and actually throw stuff in your mouth, you know, the date rate uh, drug, uh, salt, uh, any dirt, anything they can find, hot sauce, ketchup, mustard. I've had it all thrown literally into my mouth while I'm eating or just sitting. Um, I've had them put feeding tubes up my anus and into my vagina, and actually uh, I can feel the hot sauce. I can feel the different whatever they put inside of me. Um, and so every time I lawyer. think it, yeah, I'm looking for that actually for like a medical malpractice as well. You know, it's one way. There's got to be some way a to, lawyer to help us it. all. Yeah. I wish we had a medical malpractice and could attack them from that way because there have been targets here recently in the state of Washington who actually received their medical report stating that there are foreign artifacts found at their frontal lobe. And I believe Susan had two of them. She was trying to get on the call from her um, phone. They won't let her. She doesn't hear anything when she calls the number. So she's actually trying to get in, but she can't get through. And so now she has that in writing. I have some things in writing as well. I was told that, well, there's a a small hole in the back of your head, and it only uh, comes open when you smoke. And I know that's not true, you know, precisely like that. There are many holes in my in my head, and um, physical holes, they don't bleed. They use the trepanning tools, which are old, uh, dark age uh, types of tools that they use for torture. If you Google torture instruments, or, you know, torture weapons, You, they're using all those things still, but they're cloaked. You know, they cloak them. They have the cloaking material now, but they that's exactly what they're using, along with uh, satellite drones inside of your home, which are cloaked as well, and, you know, the typical other things, the directed energy weapons. And uh, so it's it's a crime against humanity. It is, you know, a civil rights violation, a human rights violation, 
and they are actually sending people to prison, you know, for these crimes in other countries. And I just know someday America's going to have its day because I heard Obama, there was a snippet I heard on the radio the other day where he actually said, we have targets in America and the people doing the targeting, we will get you. And, you know, and then it, it stopped right there. That was all it said. But that was just part of the snippet. So I'm not willing to give up hope that you know, this is wrong, this is a crime against humanity, slavery was a crime against humanity, you know, V2K is very, you know, debilitating, it's maiming, you know, um, everything that they're doing, I mean, you can use a laser and cut a person's leg off, hand off, arm off, head off, you know, um, like they're always sending me pictures of me in a casket, you know, my head is missing in some pictures, um, it's just, you know, just inhumane, and it's like half of the crew, they enjoy the part of, like, getting you t- through the slow kill of the slow killing, and the other part of the crew just wants to see you die, you know, so that they can do all this morbid thing to the human body, you know, after we're even deceased and passed on. You know, I believe they they still rape them, you know, have sexual intercourse with them because of the number of children who are involved, you know, and that they mutilate, you know, sexually and torture. And these people have psychological problems and they need to be dealt with and they need to be sentenced to psychological warehouse prisons or somewhere. There needs to be a special place invented for these handlers. There really does, because if it were my choice, I would just say one bullet per man, and each handler would get one bullet right between the eyes, and the universe will be a safer place. We're just talking about that and making making these these guys eventually accountable, you know, but we've got to figure out a way. Ah, I mean... uh, I'm, I'm, it was you know, the international court. You know, court. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. International court. By saying that we should harm people or not, we're, we're only setting ourselves up for trouble. Right. You know, right. We, we have Sorry to go the right that. way. we we got to be smarter than that. Yes. Well, because you know, yeah, I'm being they're saying. Yeah, so, anyways, let's go ahead and, and since we've got Peter in on the call, Let's go ahead and uh, uh, let me re- kind of redirect. We got a little off track, you guys. So let's—I don't want to um, lose here. And so, uh, but I have a question about, uh, you know, like when you're reading Tesla and Gauss, when does it become dangerous? When you're reading what? Tesla. Hang on. When you're reading Tesla and Gauss. Tesla. On a meter, when I mean normal, like I, I twenty to forty, or two hundred to four hundred. When does it get dangerous? When is it? You know, when you've got an RF meter, when does a magnetic field be or something? When does that? When does that become dangerous? And I'm trying to give it some thought. I mean, mag. Yeah. You know, we go in an MRI, which is hugely powerful, and, and it's not dangerous. You know, but then I read scientists say to have a magnet against, you know, where an artery would be going to your head or near your brain 
could impede blood flow and could be dangerous. So, you know, MRI, you're only in there for, you know, 15 minutes. Well, you know, let, let me say this, all right. Okay. If you got a cell phone, right, mm-hmm. and, you know, in, in engineering we call it the coefficient of friction, it'd be like, you know, and, and the, the coefficient of dispersion of radio frequencies is 1 over x squared. All right, so let's say you're one unit, you know, away from your cell phone, and that's 1, one squared is 1. And then, so now you go 2. Uh, units away, and now 2 squared is 4. So when you double that distance, it becomes one quarter the strength. All right? And and if you went, you know, you know, to 3 units, you know, 3 squared would be 9. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So one thing you could do is put your cell phone on on speaker and put it away from you. And just a little bit further even can be much, much safer. Uh, magnetism the coefficient of dispersion is 1 over x cubed. So you'll notice magnets, you know, you'll bring them near each other. They're very strong and closer, closer. And it isn't until they get right near each other, bang, they slam together. All right? So magnetism gets much weaker as you get away from the magnet. Do you know what I'm saying? So it disperses it. So you start with one unit. One unit cubed is, is one uh, and then you go to two units. Two units uh, cubed would be what? Two is four times. Uh, I, I think it's uh, sixteen. You know, so magnetic fields. The, the more you can get away from them, the less they affect you. So when you get the wires in the wall, you know we're being hit by you know the current, you know coming out, and we read sixty hertz. But the magnetic field isn't so bad. One of the things I was reading by a doctor was to say, have, like, like your bed or your chair, you should be three to six feet away from the walls. You know what I mean, where yeah. your electric wiring yeah. is? Right. right. So, I mean, this, this is one way of, you know, it, 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 you know, it's hard for me to say what magnetism yeah. could be, you know, bad for you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how about if it's pulsed? How about, you know, and everything electric has a magnetic component. But, you know, I don't think magnetism is the worst thing in the world we got to worry about, you know. I mean, it's a component, but I, I don't think it's the worst part. I think it's the, the, the frequencies themselves being pulsed, being part of the communication in our body. Now, maybe magnetism can communicate within our body as well, and I just don't know it. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, if anybody has an idea of the best um, RF detector, the easiest, uh, kind of user-friendly, without being a rocket scientist or no, without being Peter. I don't know how to work it, but I'd like to know the best uh, meter or application to, to, to get that it records or the alarm goes off. I heard those are good, and I know I have my notes somewhere, but just to kind of go over that again, I think would be helpful, but... Um, so, I mean, it makes good sense here about the further the way you are, but, I mean, right now I'm looking at, sometimes I um, I do readings for people, you know, and I've got this little EMF meter, you know, just reading the magnetic field, and it's like, okay, uh, it, just sitting there, it goes off the charts, or, uh, but everything else, it goes, it goes low, I mean, and 
It's reading Tesla, so I don't get it. I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I thought Tesla units were magnetic. So many Tesla. Okay. You know, I know we can look up the Earth's magnetic field. You know, it's it's three you know dimensional components. I mean, am I am I just not am I reading the wrong frequency? Am I no? (laughs) You know, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not, I, you know, I don't. I, I'm not seeing your meter, yeah. but I have yeah. a feeling what you what you're measuring is electricity. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, well, but I've gone around to the electrical outlets and it's not no, except no reading. But then, um, chances are, I, I just want to familiarize myself because I've heard it. But I, I, you know, I mean, I, not that we can do anything, but to record it, like you know, um, um. Yes, just a minute, California. Um, if you hit star eight, California, you guys are on. I'd be happy to unmute you if you want to hit star eight. Like um, Jesus Mendoza, uh, you know, but he's got it. He talks about the meters that he uses. But I just want to be um, okay. So if you guys can, hang on a minute, Peter. Hello, Northwest California. Is that? Massey and or Crystal? Oh. I'm listening. Hello? Uh, Shelly? Yes. It's, uh, it's EMF Linda here. Hi, Linda. I... I'm, right. I, 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 we've got... Um, okay. Uh, hang on a minute. I did. What? You did start eight? I'm looking for you. I don't see you anywhere in the chat. Crystal. Uh, I've got an Arizona. Virginia. I just unmuted... Linda, so I don't see you anywhere. Hit star eight, please. California, uh, you, if I could. hang on a minute, please. Hang on, please. Okay, hi, welcome. Hello, California. Welcome to the call. Hi, Shelly. <clears throat> hi, Shelly. It's Christina in California. Oh, hi, Christina. Um, well, hi. Christine, I, I apologize. I, I really am looking for this one person that is, is on a sure, limited ahead. time. Yeah. Uh, Central Coastal California, hello? Yes, I just joined in. I'm I'm listening. Okay. All right, well, thank you so much. Uh, Crystal, I, I am not finding you. I've muted everybody with their hand up. So I don't know if you want to call back in or, or what's going on. Um, so I'd like to not be rude and, and interrupt everybody that I've unmuted. Um, and we do have uh, Peter Rosenholm on, but if you just wait a second, uh, we are looking for Massey Monroe, and Christy Crystal was going to bring her on and, and do a three-way, I believe. Um, Massey Monroe is running for U.S. Senate, and I certainly like to hear about uh, her message to us. So if you could hit star eight, and uh, please... Stay away from any type of personal attacks in chat. I will mute. Uh, it's not about, uh, you know, trying to tear each other down. So, um, again, well, I don't see you, Crystal. So um, let's go with whoever I unmuted first. And then it was, uh, I, inter- I rudely interrupted. So I think that was somewhere in... Uh, uh, there's EMF Linda and there's Christy, so uh, go ahead and uh, and uh, let's. Uh, okay, so oh gosh, I'm not. Let me just see if we can get these guys on first before we get back. Hang on, uh, you guys. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, just very briefly, very briefly, mm-hmm. 
EMF, Linda, I just wanted to clarify, you know, you were talking about meters there, and I just wanted to clarify the, uh, uh, the subject that you were talking about, Tesla, uh, which is a measuring unit that uh, several years ago uh, the Society of, of uh, Measurements, whatever, <laughs> particular American society, I believe, okay. they, they, they changed it from GAUS, which is also... Uh, a measurement of, of magnetic fields only. So Tesla and Gauss are the same thing. There is the same thing. Uh, okay. All right. Maybe, no, that's what I figure. But one reads it differently in measurements, correct? One, you know, one reads it in, in, in uh, I don't I know. I, I think I'm Gauss is a Tesla or something like that. Do you know, Linda? Uh, what, was, what did you say exactly? Te I think 10 Gauss is a Tesla. Something like that. Oh no! Whatever is a, uh, it would be a, it would be a micro Tesla or a milli Tesla, just like a milli Gauss, which is my wonderful little Gauss meter. That you know, they're both measurements of magnetic fields. Only. Is, is there a factor of ten between them? Not that I know of. No. I think they just simply changed the word. You know, okay. as the Gauss originally was named after the. The person, the the fellow that uh, came up with that unit of measurement, but then this society of of uh, measuring standards uh, took a vote or something, and they decided to change it to the word Tesla, which of course is also named after. <laughs> yeah, the pioneer. No, okay, they, they've uh, had both for a while that I know. Yeah. Well, I, I can okay, let's, let's table this because I want to bring our guest in uh, and, uh, and I want to get back to it because I want Peter to come in. Um, so, Crystal, are you there? Ah, really? Crystal. One, one Tesla equals 10,000 Gauss. Oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but what is the harmful then? What is the harm? When, do you, when does it reach? In harm's way. Well, you know, you know, we were saying earlier though, I, it's the communication within the body. Yeah. You know, I mean, and if they can communicate with the cells, and these are usually vibrations, you know, that they're sending. You know, with a frequency, it would be pulse modulation. Can they do the same with magnetism? I'm not really sure. Absolutely. Probably can. Thank you for interrupting, but you know, uh, the late great Dr. Robert O. Becker uh, studied this for many years and, and wrote books on it. Uh, and and the the bottom line, his findings, is that that basically what magnetic fields do, uh, to simplify it, as I've said before, it promotes cellular growth, and so that can be a good thing that they have found, and I guess they still use they use it in medicine right now to for bone growth to to um, Increase the you know rapid uh, bone growth if you have a broken bone. It doesn't work. I think that it does not work on all cells, but it does increase the like the healing of, of bones. Otherwise, what it does in other tissues is that it it does promote cellular growth. But that that is like the consequence. That is you end up with cancer. Promote cellular growth is is the simplified bottom line of what magnetic field do uh, physiologically. Yeah, but see, you know, pulse modulation does all kinds of different things when you start to pulse it. 
You know, you, you get into the vibrations of cells. Everything vibrates. And so I'm not sure what the implications are. I mean, I'm sure it could be used as a weapon. I'm sure it could be used as destructive. Uh, there's certain frequencies they know are dangerous. It's, it was like the kids watching uh, cartoons in, in Japan, and the cartoon pulsed at a certain frequency, and all these kids went into epileptic fits. Uh, it's the frequency that will cause that to someone who's prone to it. So, I mean, their brains, you know, beat that beat caused their brains to totally go unhinged. So, I mean, that that's the problem. It isn't just a magnetic field. Right. It's what else they're doing with it. Well, I mean, I know that I've got the meters written down at home, the ones that detect an alarm. Uh, if, 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 I don't know if it's a microwave or it will alarm you. If I guess harmful range, uh, it will alarm you, and then it will also record uh, the range. So, again, I... You know, a, a Tesla's very strong, by the way. Uh, you know, I mean, some some very strong magnets. I think were like five or six Tesla. Uh, when, when they they when they made a, a superconducting magnet at MIT, I think it was seven Tesla. So Teslas are very strong. Uh, Peter, you know this this wonderful little Gauss master Gauss meter that I uh, have several of that I got from uh, Less EMF that I've had for years now. It is color-coded. Uh, it's got a color-coded analog scale according to Swedish standards. And they found, the research found uh, that there is a, like a window of effect. It is not necessarily the higher uh, 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 higher Gauss or Tesla, whatever you want to call it, that is, is so detrimental. Uh, so uh, this, uh, my, my Gauss meter goes uh, from uh, 1 to 10 milligauss, and they have determined that that's where it's, you know, uh, detrimental. You have adverse biological effects uh, in that particular kind of area. Yeah, like like I say though, there is pulsing. It's even it's even like when they create electricity from a magnet. It's the collapsing magnetic field that causes the electricity. In other words, there's, there's more to it, you know, than I can probably explain. But you know, the collapsing. You know, it's my understanding, Peter. It's actually the electricity. The 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 the, the magnetic field is a byproduct. I'm of on, but I gave I gave for the information. Hello. Yeah, Crystal, is your guest here? Hey, okay, so what I did was I was trying to call in a three-way, but it was for some reason you guys couldn't get hear us, so I gave her the information to call. So if there's a second Southern California caller, that's her. Okay, well, uh, well okay. Oh, here we go. Let's try this. Hello? Macy? Yes. Macy? Yes. yes. Perfect. Okay, there you guys go. Everybody, this is Crystal with Humanity Warriors, and you have Macy Monroe on the line running for U.S. Senate, and her political platform is uh, in the best interest of humanity, and she stands for every getting rid of every problem that any target has ever been through. So I'm going to go on and let her speak, and I thank you guys for your time. 
Well, thank you, and welcome to the call, uh, Matthew, and uh, appreciate uh, your efforts. I, I, I go ahead and uh, and let's let's uh, hear what your 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 message, please. Welcome. Yes. Thank you so very much. I thank you uh, for having me uh, on your program, and especially I'm grateful to Crystal and her husband. They are really angels that I have been looking for uh, for uh, years and years. They are wonderful um, hearts and people, and it's uh, I'm I'm thanking them and thanking everyone to have me. Yes, I became a victim about 16 years ago, and I know exactly what everyone is going through. And uh, for 16 years, I have never rested even one day. I have been working day and night um, in many many aspects of uh, this. Um, and this technology and quantum for what we what we are uh, facing is twofold. One is um, mind control by satellite energy weapon. Uh, so mind control, uh, uh, I have defined it as a slavery. And if you see, if you go to my website, you will see I have beloved um, Abraham Lincoln's picture there. And because I am proposing that we have to expand 13th Amendment of U.S. in in order to accommodate this this new form of uh, slavery, which I call it postmodern slavery. And um, then there is another aspect to it, which is quantum pro aspect counterintelligence program, and the counterintelligence program was was based on MK Ultra. MJ Ultra, everyone knows, it will, and they call it proven conspiracy. It, it, uh, they always said that this is a conspiracy, it doesn't happen. And then um, church committee exposed this. Uh, of course, uh, a few victims, they broke into uh, FBI files and they got their, the proof. And so this was exposed and church was one of the senators at that time, he created a committee and they investigated this and they stopped it. But they didn't go really too far with it. They, somehow it was stopped and I think um, Senator Church was not elected again. And uh, But they closed the MK Ultra, but they opened uh, uh, Pro counterintelligence program. So uh, Pro was stem from MK Ultra, so they, when they deploy both of this together on a person, truly that person has it's just unbelievable. I'm I'm sure you've heard that um, line with um, Edgar uh, J uh, J Edgar, someone who is who was head of CIA or FBI FBI director of the FBI. He said that. Then the person comes face to face with this monstrous thing that they cannot believe that exists. I have quoted that in my website now. I uh, <laughs> I do not exactly recall it. So that is that is what happened. At least I can tell to myself uh, to myself it happened. When I when I face that what I'm facing, I just could not believe this this could exist ever. So there are two aspects to this. There is aspect of 
technology, uh, very advanced technology, mind control, slavery, and then there is coincidental fraud, which really paralyzes uh, a victim to to suicide. Uh, as you know, I, uh, I have I have witnessed quite a few suicides. A friend of mine who uh, his name is Bob S. He doesn't give his last name. He's now 80-some years old. He's very ill. He's been a victim for 50 years. And um, he knows Quintel Troll very well. He's very knowledgeable. Actually, I learned uh, what I learned from uh, about Quintel Troll from him. He's not exposed to mind control. And that's why he, he never understood that part of it or... I don't know, maybe he was very frightened. He would not go uh, like the places we have gone or I know that I specifically have gone. I have risked my life several times in front of my eyes. And and then um, one by one, my family members have been hijacked to this. And that breaks more uh, my heart than anything else. So... Uh, Understanding uh, the reason I could understand this mind control and uh, mind control technology by satellites was thank God for my background in engineering. I have, uh, if you go to my website, you will see that I've studied electrical engineering, electronics engineering, electrical and electronics. I've studied industrial engineering, civil engineering, structural engineering. Uh, masters of civil engineering, math uh, and uh, environmental engineering, and licensed from state of Cal- California in civil engineering. Before uh, I became a victim, uh, victims they used to tell me. I first of all, everyone, please listen, please listen. I never call you or myself a TI. I never do that, and I have a great reason for it. I hope all of you that you hear this from me. You start practicing not to use, not to call yourself TIs. And I'm going to give you the reason. The reason uh, is that FBI, I, I got this information a long time ago, and uh, I made copies, but it has been stolen, and you cannot find those information. But I am 100% of what I'm, I am telling you. I questioned why am I why they are calling me TI TI this and that. Then I um, when I looked into it, I saw it myself. I had hired um, a detective, two detectives, because I didn't know what was going on in my house. And um, one of them happened to be Roger Roger Tolka, that he travels and he knows a lot about this stuff. So he sat down with me, and he, uh, he went to FBI's site, and at that time, it was available. Now, you cannot see that. It said TI targeted individuals. The definition of FBI is that a person who has committed crime, please listen, a person who has committed a crime against U.S. government, and therefore U.S. government is tracking and targeting this person. So when, when uh, we, we, fill out, uh, we fill out 
forms and we write TI, 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 and we send it to Senate, let's say somebody, even if they, they listen, those days somebody was saying, okay, I will look at in looking to it, they will look at it and they will say, okay, uh, um, create a, a research committee, go find out what uh, what is this TI business, TI, this TI, what is this? Then they come back. TI means a person who has committed crime against U.S. government and the government is tracking and targeting that person. That's that's the, that's, I wanted to just intervene here because it's very important because our, we went to city council recently in Arizona and I couldn't, I, I told them how important the COINTELPRO is for making those these programs effective. And then by happenstance, I happened to sit next to somebody on a plane who was had sort of top clearance, secret clearance, blah, blah, blah clearance, and how they were tracking. They used the word criminals and uh, terrorists um, through their DNA. But, 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 but it is the U.S. government doing this, absolutely. And I, and I don't like to like, blame everything on the government, but <laughs> they... they I mean, he, he said the forestry. He was training people from the forestry uh, to learn how to track criminals and terrorists. And I said, well, I'm a target, and I'm not a, a criminal or a terrorist, you know. So, well, you know, I mean, this is not, you know. So, no, but, but behind our back, this is what they do to us. When they, when they, when they took us, they labeled us, police does that. Police labels you. Some kind of a criminal, please believe me. Then your right. document file goes to FISA court. If you read even in international uh, documents, I have gone through a lot of research. When you go through all of that, it says that people that who are in America, Americans, in order for Americans to go under this program, they go to court. We never have been to court. What they mean is FISA court, which is called to public. Police takes our files to FISA court, and FISA court never says, never denies. One of the judges of FISA court, I have the document on it. I will find it. I don't remember his name. The judge, the judge wrote in the newspaper, let this be my resignation because uh, resignation no, and let this be, this resignation, let it be my protest against what is going on in FISA court. I have it. I have that. That man, the judge, could see that innocent people behind their back were being criminalized by police, were taken there, and they were approved, and they would come back exactly to the custody of police under surveillance and the parental parole, which is administered by police and hired, administered by police. The the uh, uh, this satellite 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 um, uh, satellite tracking and uh, torture is done by military of U.S. and their contractors. But every other aspect of this in, is in the hand of police. That's it. 
You think it's always a police oh. release? No, that is, that is it, my dear. That is it. Wow. I, yes. Okay. I, why I was, I was going to write a book before I start running for Senate. Then somehow, some way, I was very inspired in my dream. I prayed a lot, and I was directed to, to run for Senate. I was going to write a book because, because of all these um, documentations and uh, experiences that I have found. Yes, my dear, I am 100% sure of what I'm talking about. I am but not all police, not all the police, but certain organized no, 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 right. no, no, not not all police and not all military. This is a compartmentalized uh, operation. Exactly. Now it has become really, now it's global. It's very global. Very, very global. Yes, it's compartmentalized. Not all police know. Even you you could be working for CoinTelPro, not not knowing that you're working for CoinTelPro. It's not only in police. Now you go every court is contaminated. You go every uh, university is contaminated. Do you know who gets uh, compared? I have the statistics. Last three years, the uh, the number of homelessness in Los Angeles Skid Row has tripled, and Fifty percent of seventy-five percent of women are women. Fifty percent of those women are being raped on a daily basis, as you and I we are speaking now. And the rest of them, they have to sell themselves for whatever favor. And this is due to lack of government housing. And guess who gets those government housing? The perpetrators. Now they are getting the school uh, benefits, they are getting uh, promotions, they are getting jobs, they are getting our jobs. And then um, a few Americans, they say, oh, these immigrants are coming and getting our jobs. Yeah, some of these um, perpetrators are immigrants. They bring them here. Do you think every uh, immigrant comes here, they give them social security, and, and that's it? No. They, they go under this program. This is a chaos. You have no idea what it is. Uh, when I started 16 years ago, it was much different than now. That's why I was right. I know if I write a book, if I don't make it the, uh, in, in three days, if I don't make it to primary, I'm going to take it um, uh, a few weeks, organize my life, and I'm going to begin my book. I already have a publisher for my book. And we are going to make a film of my book. So if I have a bestseller, then I can, I can do more. But I don't want to put uh, this torture on any of you, myself, and all of you, or have even one more person to be uh, hijacked to this program if I can go to uh, Senate this time. I don't care about uh, if I make a bestseller and, a, and millions of dollars. What, why do I care about that? I don't want this um, torture to be perpetuated. The, the, in three years, women are be, being slaughtered in, uh, in, on these roads, and we don't even know. The, uh, the housings are going to the perpetrators and infiltrators. This is very dangerous. That's why it's so important, my dear. You go to my website and put uh, me on your Facebook 
send it everywhere. I am I am in uh, Southern California. I don't know where you are. You we have to do the best we can to put me there. The day I go to Senate, the next day I am going to work on this legislation. If I if I wait two three years, it's it, two three years is a long time. In two three years we can save many many. Uh, we can get all of us out of this torture. You know what this torture is. I take painkillers. Crystal knows. There was once she called me several times. I couldn't even get to the phone. I was in tears. I was black and blue. Every step I take, they retaliate 10 times, 100 times more. They may, you know what they do. So we've got to get together, make this happen. This, this world of us now, I believe, is very contaminated by this. It's just, let me tell you, it, this is the most evil, the worst of our humanity, the most violent and evil uh, torture, retaliation, war, um, uh, abuse, violence, rape, put all of that together, it, it combines this, uh, this operation, which is now very, very part of it uh, everywhere. People, they took my job at my work, and they labeled me, and they accused me, took my job. Two people that signed all those lies, the lies, now they are at the top of my government um, structure. Both of them. Why they are there? Because they are, they need to contaminate that area and down there because they they must have done many many of, of this to others. There are everywhere judges. They are very contaminated. Some of them they tell them this is a terrorist. You know she she has uh, this uh, thing behind your back. They tell them and. Um, these people, they think that they are doing actually a good thing. You know, they are, they are helping society by being nasty to us or sending us to jail or whatever. I have not been to jail, or, but this is the worst jail that anyone can get to. But I hope I'm not going off tangent. I, be, I better keep quiet. You ask me a question, I will answer because there is so much I can share with you that, you know, I really should write a book because... It just it can I can go on and on for days and nights. So please ask if you have any questions. I'll be happy to answer. But before that, please go to my website and put it on your Facebook. Share it with your neighbors. Share it everywhere. At anyone that I today, I have spoken at least to hundred people personally, and I've handed my my pamphlet. Hundred uh, person, not even one person told me they will not work for me. Not person told me. As soon as I started talking about mind control, slavery, space uh, weapons, and this and that, they they said they are going to go there. They are going to read it. A few of them told me that they are going to vote for me, even right there. So pe- people are very open. We've got to utilize ourselves. This is our chance. This is your chance, my dear. I have worked like like a dog. 
I have well, Macy, Macy, can you tell us what your website is? My website is www.nasty. First, I will say it, then I will spell it. Nasty Monroe for U.S. Senator dot com. Nasty M like Mary, A like Apple, S like Sam, S like Sam, I like Ida, E like Edward. Nasty Monroe is M like Mary. U like United, N like Nancy, R like Robert, O like Ocean, E like Edward. Four could be number four or F-O-R, U.S. Senator, not U.S. Senate. Somebody has bought that domain U.S. Senate. I was very worried about that. But then that's why I keep telling people, Massey Monroe for U.S. Senator dot com. You go there, and you can see I have put um, films yeah. from uh, bioethics presidential bioethics commission. I did not go there. I made a presentation via certified mail. I gathered 500 uh, testimonies and signatures. Um, about 450 was from victims, about uh, less than 50 was from non-victims. And believe me, when I, I went to the school, Los Angeles school district, they had a um, gathering. I went there to get signatures. Believe me, I, I wasn't sure if I'm going to come back home in one piece. That's how bad it was. It was uh, like rainy in the winter, driving, police, helicopters, police, helicopters, uh, stopping me. It was, it was unbelievable. But with all of that, I made 500 presentations. The first time when I went to uh, Bioethics Commission, called myself and everyone TI, and uh, I called this uh, human experimentation. The second time when I went, I had been already taking classes in law, law, free law classes, and I was studying slavery in America, civil rights, and that's where something clicked in my head, and I said, oh, my God, this is not human experimentation. Human experimentation is one of the byproducts of this. This is the very slavery. And the second time that I went, I called it human postmodern slavery, and I called myself a victim. I called every testimony. I crossed it off. I uh, told them I'm going to change the, the name. Uh, I'm going to uh, TI. I'm going to make it victim because if you call yourself victim from the beginning, I'm a victim, innocent victim of mind-controlled slavery, that tells everyone you're innocent. But when you say, I am a TI and I'm being experimented on, you don't get anywhere. And nowhere you get. That's why this attorney I was talking to you about, very smart attorney, he graduated from top, top law schools in America, and he had even scholarship. Uh, but he could not get... In 50 years of his victimhood, he was not able to move this uh, further than 
just talking on uh, by email with victims, and he still calls himself a TI, and the rest of them, and it didn't go further than that. He is astonished that I have taken it this far. Then I told him first time when I found out, I had great respect for him. I went to him and I told him, this is not human experimentation. This is the very slavery. It's in contradiction with 13th Amendment of U.S. That's why if you go on my website, you will see um, I have the picture, picture of beloved uh, Abraham Lincoln. And in my website, I am completely um, talking about black women because 75% of victims are women. And among them, it, based on my experience, black women are more and they are treated truly worse. I have had two people that I have closely spoken with them. They were my friends. And they did so much V2K to these two innocent people. They came down with uh, cancer. So um, I am very, pro uh, very much for black women. They you know something? Can I say one thing? Yes. You know, I, I was a speaker on tonight, and I, I noticed a lot of people mentioning lately women's groups and women's rights. I think it's a way to divide us. You know, we have men and women yes. all in this, and we shouldn't yes. be be going uh, women's rights and men's rights. Uh, we're all in this together. Yes, that is very true. I I agree with you hundred percent. That's why, uh, that's why I am actually for everyone. But I want to be, I want to be making this, uh, very, uh, you know, I I need to expose it. We need to expose something. Like now, we have to talk about this women. 50% of women of Los Angeles in its kids' roles, as we speak on the daily basis on the street, are being raped. My God, if we do not talk about that, it will not come out. We must talk about it. We must. But I'm not saying men are less, or I'm not disrespecting men. There are today, um, uh, Crystal's uh, husband, uh, he gave me, he gave me a billion times more strength than um, than Crystal. You know why? Because I have seen many, many victims I have seen, their husbands would never get involved in things like that. Or if the wife is a victim, they will leave them on the street. I have picked myself with another victim woman. We have picked a, a girl uh, that her husband threw her on the street. She arrived to Los Angeles 2 o'clock in the morning. That's why I cherish men like Chris's husband, and I was very lucky to have a father that was extraordinary. He passed away years ago. He was the one who inspired me to go abroad, to go to engineering, all of that. If any time I got scared, he would say, no, this is a, my father was a man who belonged to the Mideast. 50 years ago, it's a huge deal. So there are very many fine men that uh, they are wonderful, but uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I want them to come and join us uh, in government, in police, in military. There are very, very fine men, 
that I know once we get our voice a little bit louder, believe me, they are going to come and, and stand with us. But I do not separate us. But I must say that these groups are being very, very violated. If, it, if I don't say it, you don't read it in any newspaper or magazine. Right. Well, you know, um, Maki, I'm trying to figure out, because when we go right out to the public and say mind control, I'm just looking for a better approach. I, I do care with human experimentation. Um, you know, I use harmful frequencies. Um, you know, and we, we should come united. And, and I think oh. the word is getting out there. We've got a guy backpacking across oh. America. We've got the, the media uh, doing our write-ups about uh, this technology. Uh, but when you say mind control, boy, you know, you, we, it's, a, it's kind of a delicate line that we okay, have I, to be very careful. Yes, my dear. I, I, uh, I completely understand your, your point, but let me tell you, the reason, I, uh, whatever I tell you, I am very sure of it. The reason is that because I, ha- I have been in the heart of this activism since day one. So even now, there wasn't a day I wasn't in there. So I really have seen the progress or how people they react. I've seen it all, and I've heard it all. Let me tell you, these days people are very open to it. It wasn't like this before. But it also depends on your approach. When you talk to people, do not just say mind control. Have the uh, credible books, films, and people. I have, I have named them in my website. Please go there. Like there is a film made by, um, made by Jesse Ventura. That is an excellent film. Excellent. If, sure. if, that, if you give that, when, when you talk, do not do not be afraid to use mind control. Use it mind control slavery. Do not be afraid because that's what it is. If you do not use it, then you you know we have to stay. One of the reasons I have been able to make it to where I am is because I I try to find the truth of it. And then when I found it, it was very horrible, but I stayed with it no matter what they did to me. No matter what happened, I stayed with it. And now people are very open. You've got to stay with the truth. The truth is this is mind control, and the truth is mind control is slavery, and the truth is that we did go to the presidential commission, uh, uh, bioethics commission. We have films I put on uh, on my website, and I'm sure it's everywhere. You can you can have those on your you you can download it. You can address it wherever you or you can, wherever you are going to talk. You are going to write write that. And um, Jesse Ventura's film, uh, uh, Dennis Kucinich, who tried to make a bill, uh, two bills in two, year 2000 about space weapons, and then. There are there are other um, footage, uh, films, uh, and documentaries that I have put there, and there are now many many books. I have named many of those books. There can is I, a wonderful book can, on. Uh, can on I? Facebook. Can I just can I just say something? Yes, please. Um. So I I don't often um 
fit in on these uh, calls. But um, you, while you bring up a really good point, I think one of the things that I struggle with and one of the things that I found is that by I have a doctorate in clinical psychology. I have a master's in clinical psychology and a bachelor's in Talmudic studies. I've been through about seven traumatic events that are extremely crazy and random. Um, and I've I've had all of my rehab, um, you know, through the government itself. And, um, you know, I've been suffering for an extremely long time. Um, the people around me end up suffering because of this. And dealing with it in the public, I find that people best understand it when you don't necessarily throw it in their face or even, you know, like one of my friends who I've had him, you know, look at some stuff and read some books and stuff, one of the things he pointed out is that they presented, he wasn't even saying whether he understood it or agreed with it, he said it's just so often presented as it, it appears as science fiction and, you know, there's one or two books you read that, that he said these books are written as if it's a real-life experience rather than a science fiction story. So the more that I'm able to express to people what I'm experiencing without talking about, tech, you know, making, you know, without saying it in a specific way, they slowly begin to understand it. And then once you bring up the concept itself, they say, well, that doesn't, yeah, that's not that crazy. Like for me, for example, yeah. you know, without without getting into too much detail, I yeah. I. I, I am um, I'm 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 really programmed. I mean, to the point where I don't want to keep going out there for the government. Um, I do stuff for the UN, and I, I don't want to keep going out there and bring, being dropped out of Chinooks in the middle of the desert. But every time they need me, all of a sudden I happen to have that desire. Like I'll get the desire, and then within like two days I'll get a phone call. Uh-huh. I'll, have no, I'll have no desire, no desire. I'll have nothing. The second that they need me, I'll have the desire. Like, it's impossible to fight. And then I go back out there and I come home, you know, whether they're, you know, whether I feel targeted or, or anything else, I definitely, you know, the, the PTSD becomes so much worse. And, you know, I always come back somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've got me, yeah. well, the people around me, maybe, you know, they don't have them in the grass and some of those guys don't come back, you know, and they're, it's almost like they're sacrificed for the better of the good for what the government wants for the people I go out with. but. I always come back, and I can't tell you. I mean, I don't want to really say my name, but I'm I'm actually a bit um, a bit famous for for my life story. There was a book written about me, and there's actually a Broadway play right now on Broadway. I'm one of the four oh. one of five characters, and they talk about all this crazy stuff that's happened to me. Yet they're still unwilling to believe that something like this is possible. Well, I mean, oh, you know, I still in, I always throw in. I have found the DARPA contract that has that once EEGs back in 2013, EEGs in every classroom. That means your children have brain brain reading technology, and that your children's brains are being read. And that's, that's why I laugh. I laugh. Attention. I laugh. You know, everybody in my community, everybody I know, said that that I I would be the last the last couple in the world to get divorced. Not one okay. person that knows me would have thought that, and I... Right, I, okay, so listen, did, we've I, got Matthew Monroe, who is running for state senate on the call, so um, okay. we welcome her, yeah, and she's got a, a wonderful, she's sharing her uh, advocacy, uh, you know, techniques and, and what she her experiences are, so I'd, I'd like to stay on subject. And then we've got Peter Rosenholm also on the call, and he's in the 
uh, you've kind of been um, impatiently waiting in, in, in the sidelines. So if you've got a question from Matthew or you've got something to contribute to um, what she's talking about, then sure, absolutely. So let's, let's take some more questions. Hi. Welcome, Arizona. Sorry to keep you waiting. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead, Matthew. If you, if you, if you, oh, if you, yeah. I, okay. oh, wait, yeah, I didn't know that. Yes, please. Uh, if, if I am talking too much or I'm going to... No, you're fine. Uh, I just wanted that. to... Um, I just wanted to incorporate our audience a little bit. So, James, hi, and welcome to the call. Yeah, hi. My name is James Lico, and I have a question about human experimentation in the Bioethics Committee. I, I, um, do you know that that the Bioethics Committee is corrupt and covering yes. up torture? You do? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, it, it, are you done with your question, uh, or uh, I, or I can talk, I can comment about bioethics. Okay. Well, I, I, I have, I have a blog, jamesleco.com, and I wrote about it, and um, I have a lot of things on there that are very compelling evidence. Yes. One thing is the is the TV commercial from CNN where she claims that she's going to be doing. Um, research into this, and she was asked by President Obama, and then um, and then she makes a statement about um, that the president wants to know, and are, are you still there? Yes, I am listening, yes. Yeah, she said the president, she said, um, we want to know, and the president wants to know if the rules are sufficient. And then she hands in the final draft of the paper after listening to all the targeted individuals and says that all the rules governing human experimentation are adequate. So that's all I wanted to say. Just, yes, just uh, I, I would like to comment uh, on this. First of all, you are right. Uh, the commission, commission was not kind to uh, the victims at all. But I was very happy at the end when they said that uh, commission, the way they verbalized it, that this what we were, we presented, it was out of their scope of uh, experimentation. It it amounted to that, as I remember. Uh, I I think I put it back in my, um, and the conclusion is in my website again. But I didn't read it this time. I'm I was I am doing so much that, uh, but I remember uh, when um, the Bioethics Commission gave their conclusion. It was like we were outside of their studies. And I became very happy about that. Victims, they're very unhappy. This lawyer victim said that, look, they, they are covering up, they are doing this, that. I said, no, this is very excellent because that shows that what is happening to us, it is truly a slavery and have been put above and beyond every law in the land and that it it didn't show that it didn't exist it didn't show uh bioethics is to me i used it for our benefit i said bioethics didn't say that this doesn't exist these people are crazy it said that it is outside of their their realm their their studies it means that no law 
is being supported, is uh, applicable to these people or entities that they are doing what they are doing to us. Uh, commission did not deny us, but and that to me, I took that and I ran with it. Uh, even now, when we talk about it, I use it. It's the way we we choose to look at things. Like if this attorney looked at it like these people were corrupt and they trust us and that's it. I said no. I'm going to take it. This is awesome. They didn't say they don't exist. They cannot. These people went there. They had tears in their eyes. Um, according to uh, to psychology, we have uh, our, the other beloved um, victim who said he is a psychologist. Uh, I have learned if there there is like it's a bunch of people from different parts. Like you're in some other state, I am here. The other one is someplace else. We uh, describe the same kind of symptoms. That's not mental illness. That one proof in itself in psychology overrules what they are putting on us. It, you cannot be going through their uh, Stalkers would not be going uh, after uh, me. And then another victim, another victim someplace else saying, the, another victim someplace else, the, the other one on the other side of the world. No. <laughs> uh, this, uh, by psychology law, um, I mean, analysis, that means something is going on. They cannot label that as mental illness. And that is very important. So it, what happens is, my dear, it's very important how we address ourselves and how we address our problem. If I go out there and I am not confident in what I'm saying, like if I am afraid, then the other person picks it up or, um, you know, I cannot be affected. First, we have to know the truth, and then we have to stand by it, no matter how much even if they put us in prison, we, we have to stand by it. And finally, we will win. I bet you nowadays, you go, people like the other gentleman, a victim, he said that they are using his things for play. Okay, that is very good. But believe me, I give you this. By the end of, if I get on primary, if we get us, if we get us me on the primary, from primary to November, I'm going to have a lot of time. I'm going to be on the road, and I'm going to be talking about this everywhere and anywhere. You can imagine I'm going to go. All this month, I was working. Uh, I had only. I have only one. I mean, I had now. I have beloved Crystal and her husband. They are helping. All this time, I had just uh, one little help, and there was so much work to be done. I just have finished my website, my uh, pamphlet, my business card, my this, my that. And now I'm going, then if you get me in the um, primary, then I'm going to take this everywhere. Believe me, by November, uh, half California will know about this, about what is going on. I'm going to go on radio, television. They've invited me many places, but I have not had a chance. You want, wherever they invite me, 
then I don't have a website. They want to, people want to know your website. They want to go more, do more studies. And I just finished my website a few weeks ago only. So um, what I'm trying to say is um, I know it has been very hard for you. I know you still have some resistance, but these are going to go away. We are, we are winning this. We are winning it beautifully. Today, I spoke to 100 people, minimum, minimum. Not one of them said that this doesn't exist or you're crazy. Not even one person. In the past, I would speak, they would, most of them, they would agree. A few would not agree. I don't know. Maybe because when I tell them I'm an engineer and this is done, uh, this, this is advanced technology, which uh, I have studied in my electronics and this and that, maybe that affects them. But overall, people's heart and consciousness has been awakened, my dear. This is not, this election, I ran for, two, uh, in 2012, I ran for U.S. Congress in District 28. People's heart wouldn't like this. This time when I, when I go campaigning, all these young people, not only about mind control, they all want Bernie. They all look like they, they want to have their, their future. They want to make the future. They are so bright. They, their heart, their, their mind is open. In 2012, it wasn't like this. They were depressed, and they were saying they can't do anything. And young people, as though they were asleep. Now you should see. Today you should see. I had, at least from these 100 people, 99 people said that they want to vote for Bernie. Then I told them I'm his supporter and, uh, I, uh, you know, about uh, satellites by mind control uh, and uh, slavery, you know. Immediately, at least half of them, they told me in my face they will vote for me. And the rest, they said they will uh, go look, look into it. And the ones that they said they will vote for me, at least half of those said that they will put me on their Facebook. So uh, the reason I say these things to you, I want you to be very energetic, very happy, very uplifted, because it's only a matter of uh, me getting on this primary. We will get this done. By next year, this time, we already have the, the legislation. We, I will bring every one of you to Congress. For, um, for testimony, to, uh, and I will make it so, no matter how hard I should work, I will make it national, uh, nationally published in our news uh, media. Whatever it takes, I will do it, so the, the consciousness will raise about this, and then we will legislate it. Just legislation and other legislation in the book is not good enough for us. We are going to end this forever, forever. Not, it's not going to be like church committee. Uh, to um, the, This program, um, by the way, uh, I don't know if you've seen Ma uh, Marshall Tom uh, Thomas Marshall's uh, films. He calls it Phoenix 2 or Phoenix 1, something like that. It's like this was a program, it died, and it rose again. We are not going to let this rise again because I have another very good ground that I will, maybe I should share with you next time. I'll be happy to be in your program. I don't want to make you tired and talk because 
then then you see my um this is only about mind control we talked but if you see my other um other visions that i am offering to uh, people of california then that goes hand in hand with this one and uh, there will my my other agenda does not leave room for mind control to go unnoticed or just there we are forced uh, my agenda shows to to public that we are forced to resolve this. We are. We have no choice as humanity. And America, this is on the shoulder of America. America has to do this for itself and for the world. And we, the victims, are going to do it. The only okay. Well, Matthew, Matthew, I'm sorry for the pronunciation, but everyone that's just joined the call, Macy Monroe, and she's running for U.S. Senate, and, uh, and so she's got, and she's a target, target individual, and uh, so she's got some really, uh, I, I mean, we appreciate her hard work and, and, and what she represents as far as getting this ended. I, I'm on her side. What do you think, if anyone has any questions in the, uh, for Matthew, yes. that they hit star eight and that they, they ask questions. Um, other than that, uh, so what do you think is the most important thing that we can do as a community to bring awareness? Okay, the, I, I believe um, you know you can you can just go and and talk and and just like what you're doing now and and more. But now I would say the best thing is use my my candidacy. Uh, it's it's a very good uh, platform for you, uh, and also it's going to help us to get in the Senate. Uh, so the best thing is these days just make pamphlets. I um, uh, if you want I uh, I can email you um, my pamphlet. I mean I mean I emailed it to Crystal. She has it. I yeah. do. Everybody, everybody. I'm sorry, Matthew, but everybody could go to humanitywarriors.com, and you'll see her picture on my front page. Just click her picture, and it will take you just straight to her website with all okay. of her information. I've already emailed you, like so many of you guys. I don't know if everybody on this call, but I've emailed out like uh, over a hundred emails with her information. So you guys could definitely uh, just find her very easy, humanitywarriors.com. Just click her picture. She's right there. And this is something that is actually going to be very beneficial in your endeavor in trying to get people to understand and see that this is a very real thing because now we have somebody who's respected in our political government who is running for Senate who, uh, whose political platform is all about getting rid of every problem we've been sitting up here trying to address for the last however many years. So this is something that you can use to go out and speak to uh, anybody about yes. now. You can, yes. you can print out her pamphlet, and you can pass yes. this out while you're talking to people to let people see that, yo, this is a very – an important issue that needs to be resolved now because every day that something is not being done, this technology is getting better. And yes. every day that something is not being done, another victim is getting put on. 
So it is our duty right now for all of us. We are the chosen ones, targets, victims, whatever you want to call yourself. You already know where humanity stands. Uh, And uh, right, you have something now to help you in uh, showing the whoever it is that you're talking to that this thing is very real, and uh, you know it's basically proof. That, that they need to get busy and they need to get on the train and now do something to push forward getting rid of this problem. You know, yes. one law protects all. That's what we're going for. One law across all of America that protects every person on American soil from any type of wireless, satellite, electronic, torture, mind control, harassment, stock, anything. One law protects all across all of America. And that's and we're not going to stop until they either turn that crap off or turn it up. You know where yes. we at? Yes, exactly. The the uh, Crystal put it beautifully. Please go to her website. I have sent my pamphlet, my dear friends. I don't know if there is a little bit more time. I want I want to uh, say something. Maybe uh, we don't have time to tie to this uh, this mind control. The way I talk to people is like this. I say that our economy, okay, I get people's attention on economy too. You can do this. I'm going to teach you how to campaign next two, three days and get me on the primary. You can do this. At the same time, you are, you are uh, practicing how to uh, get your, your message of mind control uh, uh, forward, and you've done it. I've done it. You've done it. We've done it. So it, it's it's job of all of us. Today I was only one person. Crystal was. Uh, there are two people. Uh, that's it. Maybe Nina. Uh, three, four people. But if there are forty people, you know how, what a difference it makes. Let me give you one thing, which this is very profound. When you talk to people, if you use this. They are not going to not believe you. They are going to believe you. First of all, you can say this uh, this person who's running for Senate, she's a scientist and engineer. She has studied engineering for, uh, all, I mean, uh, like 40 years, 50 years, 40 years in science. So she knows what she's talking about. They cannot discredit me because, they, they, I couldn't make it there for us if I was just nothing. Uh, just putting this on a voter's, um, this, this thing, I had to borrow $7,000. $7,000. You know, victims, we do not have money. $7,000. That has been published all over. Do you know how many calls I'm getting? And everybody is saying, well, Someday I really like to uh, put this uh, on my website. You go and see that I'm telling the truth. People are pouring their heart. They want to learn about mind control. They are very open to it. It's not something you think about anymore. Things have changed 180 degrees. And once I put it there on the federal ballot, Senate, Senate ballot, uh, this has to have something to it. You cannot go there. You cannot hold 
that's far based on lies and mental illness or accusing this and that. Believe me, people that they have been in design of heart, they have sent me emails, they have asked me for references, I have referenced them. I had last three weeks, this lady, who uh, my treasurer, and I, we've been doing nothing but answering emails. 98% of them mind control. They want to know, and we are very thankful. You are very brave to take the, upon this. And can you give us some more information? Can you give, because my website was not up for some time. So I have, um, I tell them, uh, yes, uh, these are the books, these are the films, these are where you can go, and they go. Now, I want to take your attention to something very important. You can get people's attention immediately and then tie it to mind control. This is what uh, I'm going to say. Then I talk to uh, people. I tell them our economy is not going to change. Our judicial system is coming down. How, uh, uh, everywhere we have corruption. We, have, um, uh, we, have, uh, we, are, we are just falling apart. Can I can I say something? Yes. On the, on that point, um, these this program goes into corruption because um, people are labeled threats to their community in their communities because most uh, there are aren't any terrorists or very few in our country so we have to make these people have to make up threats in in our country and there are certain or billions of dollars put aside for yes. um for these uh communities for, to, for terrorism um, yes. programs and that then they're given to communities and so communities will make up threats create targets and yes. then yes. Tax dollars go into those communities, and these people are getting just all kinds of money for cars and getting yes. houses and yes. and their remodels and roofs yes. and their taxes yes. paid. So that's incredible corruption, and yes. that's that's one problem in itself. And people are not going to give that up because that's a huge perk that they're getting for being part of the program against us. Yes. So that, that, that's going to be a huge thing to fight because they're yes. very happy getting their toys. Exactly. Bravo to you. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful observation and experience. And uh, you would not be able to, uh, to say what you said if you were not a victim. Only a victim. The non-victims who, who are... I talk to them, they are very helpful, this and that. They would never understand what you you said. Well, what they're doing, now what they're doing in communities are the businesses and co corporations are forming nonprofits. And those yes. nonprofits are working with InfraGuard and the FBI against the TIs. So yes, they're, yes. they're forming these organizations in these big nonprofits, like Peter said, and working together against and getting all this money. And they're they're working uh, with InfraGuard and the FBI against these so-called yes. threats. And we're not, and we're all innocent Americans. Yes, it's a huge, but, huge, despicable program. Yes. Right, yes. but that's but, why it's so important to get somebody like Macy 
uh, elected and put on the primary right now and get him Absolutely. into Absolutely. Because he is exactly. so not afraid to, like, to put like everybody here. on the front line and tell the truth. Exactly. You see, my, my dear, if I get on the, on the ballot, you put me on the ballot, I mean on the primary, the, I'm going to bring you to, to Congress and I'm going to ha- give you the podium to talk about this. And then we are going to investigate it and we are going to prove it because what you're saying is exactly the truth. And I'm going to work my tail off to make sure that would be televised and everyone would see it. But if you don't get me there, uh, this is the best chance we have. Right? Well, our congressmen and senators are taking money from those businesses and corporations forming nonprofits. Yes, so yes. it's very, very corrupt, and yes, I wish you not. luck. I, I hope you go as far as you can because I, I'm right behind you, and, and good luck to Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank yeah, I'm right behind you. Um, I'm in Arizona, and I would like to send you a personal email of a phone call I made to Building Codes, Planning and Development for the city of Scottsdale. I'd like to share that with you confidentially, so I was wondering if I could just have an email where only you can see it. Oh, uh, I have my email, uh, just my, uh, my um, email, Massey at MasseyGlobal.com. If you do not okay. use any channel, I will see it. And you can write on it confidential if you don't want it to be published. Write confidential slash what you want to put. Under the okay, so it's Amazon Mary A S S I E at MasseyGlobal.com. Yes, yes. Okay, now did you see my cartoons at all? I sent Crystal about 30 cartoons, anti-smart meter, anti-chemtrail, anti-radiation cartoons that she can use for free. Uh, I didn't know I, you. I'll send them to you. Okay, okay, yes. Okay, my, my email is floristrena at gmail.com, so you'll right. see my first and my middle name. My parents are oh. from Poland. Are you from Poland? No, I am from Mideast. I am from Iran. Oh, Iran, okay. Yes, I'm Persian. Yes, Persian. I, I came, yes, I came to U.S. as an international student many, many years ago, more than 35 years ago. And uh, because Khomeini took over, I did not go back, and I stayed. Are, are you Parsi? Are you Parsi? Yes, yes. I, I oh, Parsi. I have Parsi friends. Yes. Wow. You can That's have great. a vote for me. <laughs> I will. Yes. I will vote for you. Thank you. Yes. No, what we should do is, at this point, at, at this point, we have to... Uh, not think about any negative, not not think about our pain and anything. We just have to get out there like an army and campaign next three days and get me on the primary. We, we have a good chance because I... You, uh, yes. I, I Do you know about Dr. Curtis Bennett? Do you know about Curtis Bennett in British Columbia, the electrician? No. He assigned me to email him in British Columbia all of the fires, the mysterious fires in Arizona, which are more than one a day on the average. And he also assigned me the task of going to planning development since I was in real estate safety inspections for 10 years 
to tell them that there are no codes and also that Lloyd's of London is not insuring for EMS damage anymore. Did you know that? No, no. Yeah, that's a biggie. Okay. Yeah, please send it to me. Send that information. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you all. I think I made you tired. There is one more point, but if you're tired, you won't get it. No, I'm not tired. Keep keep talking, please. Okay, uh, if if you're not tired, please listen. Then the reason I want to say it because uh, next uh, you get together next Saturday. By next Saturday, already the primary is is done. Let's uh, please then you go out there to campaign. Tell them that this person, me, who's running, she uh, is proposing that our uh, our economy is not going to change, our economy is going to go down, and our system, every system we have, judicial, educational, uh, building this, that, it, they are going to go down. The reason is that we are facing <coughs> energy technology era. We have exhausted industrial technology era. Uh, England in the uh, late 1700s, early uh, uh, 1800s, uh, England, British faced this, that, that uh, there was an explosion of people and also um, uh, they were moving, uh, they, they had to, they had no choice to move from um, coil engine and um, uh, and uh, agrarian slavery, they had to move to industrial technology. That saved humanity. They were the, otherwise the population had grown, and they were not able to sustain themselves anymore. But now we have moved uh, now over 200 years into uh, industrial technology. We have exhausted that technology. We are ready to move to energy technology and there are uh, nothing is going to work and what happens is we already have this advanced technology but these are like hearts like this mind control slavery these are destroying humanity we've got to change this 180 degrees and make it to serve humanity this will bring new jobs, new form of life. This will prosper humanity, and we will go on. It looks like there are too many of us, and we are all depressed. We cannot find, uh, like, uh, we, are, we are thinking our resources are gone. No, based on uh, industrial technology, we are stuck. If we move to energy technology, then the, uh, a whole new world is going to open to us. And that is why we have to, we have to address mind control, uh, energy weapons, space weapons, harp. We have to address them because right now those are being used the way it is destroying humanity, but we have to change it so it would serve humanity. And along with it, it will saturate job market in America and the world. Um, I have a question, please. Um, yes, I I missed. Um, I'm. I would like to just ask. Um, your name again. Who's running for office? And also, um, the address for the Massey. Um, I live in New York State, and um, I have um, 
tried to have been active, but I can only do so, and um, you know, I can't entirely do so because of some of the limitations these things impose upon us personally. Without going into it, um, but um, if I might have that information, I will do what I can to get the word out. Yes, my name is Massey Monroe. And like mm-hmm. a, a like Apple, S like Sam, S like Sam, I like Ida, E like Edward, Monroe, M uh, like Mary, U like United, and like Nancy, R like Robert, O like Ocean, E like Edward, Massey Monroe. And my, my website <coughs> is called www.massimonroe, number four, or F-O-R, for U.S. Senator, not U.S. Oh. Senator, com. If you go there, uh, then you can you can send that uh, that website to people that you know in California to uh, put it on Facebook. Send it anywhere and everywhere you can. Let us get me on the primary. Uh, once I get on uh, on the primary, I'll have uh, quite a few months, four, five, five months, four months, something like that. Uh, we will uh, launch a major campaign, and we will get me in the Senate by November, the next day in the in Senate, I am going to to uh, start working on this issue. Well, that, that's oh, very I'm applaudable, sorry. and um, I will do what I can. Um, I will do They're what I can. Sterilizing, then, trying to sterilize the younger generation is just not mind control. They're actually yes, trying yes. to mutate their DNA for irreversibly and cause sterilization as they're swimming in their swimming pools with the smart meters tasing and the aluminum oxide and the spraying coming down and the uranium also. So they're trying to electrocute people. And they're well, you over- know, these, these people don't see that it's going to come back on them. They really don't, and they should. Yes, but that, that is true. But the, I have had at least three or four mothers They've asked me about these questions, and I have answered them. I have answered if I, if they vote for me, I go to Senate. I am going to uh, look into this, and parents should have saying for their children. And then we are going to identify all these harmful uh, space energy and this uh, advanced energy technology. We are going to address all of that. First, we will do the mind control. Well, if I may say, I approached one of our congressional representatives only by letter, and a letter I got back said, we need the space preservation because if if there are any foreign threats, that that stuff has to be up there. Now, (laughs) you know, um, uh, how do I respond to that? Yeah, I I really uh, do not, uh, I have little Maybe 5% of people in Senate and Congress, I have, uh, I really count on them. 95% of them, I think they, they are really irrelevant. They shouldn't be there. They yeah, are, or they just, uh, they just, he doesn't know any better. I mean, it's a small, yes. it's a relatively small city. He doesn't really know any better. Yes, he doesn't yes. understand. Exactly, exactly. And this is really, you know, we have so many bright people, young people, they are the best universities in the in this country. People from the world they come to. I came here to go to university. Why should we be stuck with these people that they are so backwards? They are like dinosaurs sitting there. Just they are they are occupying those chairs. They are they are not. Really You're right. You're right. 
I, I know once you put, things have changed very much. Believe me, I am not giving you false hope. I am not like that. I am in the middle of campaign. I get letters and feedback from people. People are have awakened. Their mind and heart is open. They are not taking these things. They are questioning. And young people, they don't even fall for this stuff. They they want to change it. You wouldn't. Do I think it. they you do. Yes, that's why we have to be very energized. We have to be very, uh, very. Uh, we have to have faith. We have to be like uh, like Crystal and her husband. Crystal today was in a meeting with with me. We were quite a few of us. She talked after I I did some talking. She talked and she she electro electro. <laughs> she uh, kind of raised uh, the energy there. It's it's like that now. Everywhere we go, we are going to win. Only we have to do our part. The, uh, truly, truly, we have to do our part. If we, I, I may I say a little story for for you? Will you listen. We have time if I told you one story. But you have to take. Yes, this is a mystic story. I have traveled two thirds of the world. I traveled to, throughout India. I've learned this story. I tell you. Even though it's like um, mystic and symbolic, but it is very, very true. I have experienced this hundred times in my life. Whenever you go and put better than your your best into something, and if that something is not selfish, believe me, the whole universe aligns itself <coughs> and you succeed. This is what happened. In one of these stories, there was this huge forest, and this forest, there was a fire. The, the fire was so massive, like a, a mile or two, this, um, um, this um, uh, you, you could see the, the fire uh, flames going like a mile. And all, uh, all the animals on the, on the ground, they were dying, mm. burning. And then there was this little, uh, little bird, and he wanted to run away just like, He's uh, so many of other birds did, but then he couldn't. He couldn't turn his back to this fire and his friends being burned in there. So what he did was he said he will go, and there was a lake nearby. He will get a little bit of water in his mouth and bring it and pour it on this fire. And imagine acres and acres of flame, and this little bird is bringing and throwing this um, this. Uh, one drop of fire, uh, water. He did that, and but then fire got on on his feathers. They're all um, burning, and he, his feet were burning, and it became really bad. His parents, or I don't know, his family told him, "You're crazy. Who are you? Look at this fire. How in the world you're going to put off this fire with your this little droplet?" A water from from your mouth. You're crazy. You you just crazy. Let's go. And he was so weak. He was almost falling apart. He said, "Okay, maybe I should go." They are right. They make sense. You know, logic says that this doesn't work. But then, as soon as he was going, he saw other little animals. The fire was just uh, roaring and going um, like. Uh, the speed of light going uh, into the forest. So he, he decided, you know what, I'm going to bring and put this uh, water here 
no matter what. I just cannot go and be happy and to just to have saved myself. So he went a few more times. Then the last time that he went, he was about to just fall from that top and just uh, burn himself. And that was when God... Ms. 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 God uh, let's go back. Let's, let's try to get to some of the questions in the, in the, in the, in the queue, please. Um, okay. There's a couple people that had their hands up, so I've unmuted quite a few people. A couple people. Let's do it. Uh, East Virginia, did you have a question? Oh, I can't hear. I am so sorry. No, I know. I, I, if you're, yeah. if you're unmuted, you've got noise in the background. Hit star six. So um, I unmuted a couple other people as well. I believe. Uh, Assistant Louisiana. Hi, welcome. Yes, hello. Hi. Hello. Please, uh, please um, uh, pose your question. Uh, I'll be happy to answer if uh, I have an answer for it. Hello. Yeah. Am I on? Yes. Yes. I can hear you. This is Kyle or, or Vulcan Wolverine. I put out videos for targeted individuals. Um, I want to hear the end of that story. That's all. Oh, I just the, want to hear the, the end of that story. Yeah, the, it was almost the end of it. The end of it was when he did uh, his best. He was about just to die. To the, he did his better than best. Then God, uh, the heart of God moved and God cried. And guess what happens? When God cries, there is storm. And that storm puts out the entire uh, forest. So this, this, is, uh, this is a symbolic uh, story. But our life is truly, we are more than material beings. Jesus Christ, how many times he showed beyond, beyond the material things that we, he said we can do it. So even though it is symbolic, but it is not symbolic. It could be our reality. What I want to say is that if we do our best better than our best, and if our intention is not selfish and not based on ignorance, the universe has intelligence. And that intelligence will align itself and will release and will help that which we are going for it. Then, in another word, I am giving you this hope beyond my material person. If I give you, oh, Matthew is saying, let's be positive, let's be... No, I am saying, if we go to the heart of universe, this universe is intelligent. We are not alone on, in this universe. We have the intelligence of universe working with us as long as we are aligned with it. When are we aligned with it? When we are with the truth, when we are not selfish, when we are compassionate and we are doing things for others without expecting them to do anything for us. No matter how impossible for that little bird was to bring just those droplets, immediately then he put better than his best for for, uh, based on compassion. Well, I mean, but it's been socially engineered to, to make an empathetic uh, society. 
You know, I mean, I, I agree. I, we should be doing things and not expecting anything back. Absolutely. But uh, I, I don't think that it's socially engineered. Uh, it's just greed it has taken over. So I, I, I like the story. But um, so thank you. I hope you're, you're satisfied with that answer, Louisiana. So let's get back to the queue and, and, and we'll go ahead and um, get some more questions in. Hi, welcome, East Virginia. Hello, East Virginia. Welcome. Okay, uh, I can't hear her. Yes, I can't uh, hear her. Uh, I, I didn't. I've tried to meet Virginia Lynch. Yes, Hi, Texas. Welcome. Hi, this is Elaine in Texas. Hi. Thank you, uh, Shelley, for meeting me. And thank you to Miss Massey. <clears throat> Excuse me, I know that's your first name. But I was hearing your story, and I was seeing where you were going with it. It ended slightly differently, but it honored, it brought honor and courage to us as a group. I think it brought us encouragement. And it also showed with one, like, example, one little bird or one dewdrop, you know. But when it's all combined, a lot of birds or other animals or dewdrops, so to speak, it can do a lot to... Do yes. good. It waters yes. the land. Yes. So you honor yes. the creator of the universe as well, and he is going to do something because this this is he's allowing the devil to rule right now, but he is going to do something. Okay, yes. I'm yes. Thank you. I am I am very honored to have uh, to have you. Even though I don't see you, I feel your energy. Each of you, I feel your energy through the through what we share in our in our pain and suffering and I feel honored that I I am uh, in a position that I can I can take uh, I have taken this step but I cannot do this by myself I need you you have to be there you have to do you have to be that bird we, we need like we need all of us like that bird once we do once once all of us do better than our best then we are going to arrive. You're going to be in the in the podium behind the podium in the Congress and Senate. You will be there. We, you have to go with that in your mind, and because you we are standing. This is the truth, and this is for humanity. And we are innocent. This is against uh, cosmic laws. We have all kinds of laws. We have traffic laws. We have this law, that law, and also there is there are cosmic laws. And then, then I talk about Christ uh, consciousness. I talk about these laws, cosmic law, and it, those are powerful. If uh, if we uh, decide, like two, three days from now, before before the election, all of us, let us ma- let us pray. Like let us make a time. Um, like um, Tuesday is election day. Let's say Tuesday uh, between uh, three to five, because I know I will be campaigning all day, but between three to five, we pray, or at noon, we, all of us, we say, oh, we, let us make a time, all of us, we pray, how we pray, first, we, uh, we, envision, we vision, envision that we are, you are standing in the Congress, in the Senate, and you're talking, and uh, I have one, you uh, um, we are going to Senate, 
is, and then pray to Christ and let us make it happen. And the next two days, let's go on the phone, call anyone we can, do any Facebook thing we can. We have to be that bird. There is no failure. I will. I believe in this. I am. Uh, we all are. I have come to Christ. Christ said. Christ said. Christ did things that nobody did before, and He said to us, "Every one of us are capable of doing what He did. He either He lies, or He is really Christ. He. he we know why we follow Him because we know He didn't. He doesn't lie. So why can't we believe Him? We can do things happen. We can make this happen. We have to. This is our very good chance. Thank you. And I, I, uh, uh, let's get, move on to another caller. Hi, Oregon. Welcome. Hi. Um, this is mostly just a comment, not really a question, because my question was actually answered. But I just want to say thank you for your presence, thank you for your spirituality, and thank you for your story. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. It's my honor, my dear, very much. It's my honor. As much as you enjoyed or you learned, I learned and I enjoyed uh, having your, I, I feel your presence, your pain and suffering, and you being my friend in this in this dimension. This is a short time we are together uh, in, in our eternal journey. This is an honor for me to know you. Uh, I, I hope that we are going to succeed. And then I will meet every one of you in person. Then we will go to Senate. We will, we will go to Congress. We will end it. We are going to end it. You are very powerful. And you actually addressing spirituality, it shows that how, how you are connected. That connection is very important, very important. But we have to work on that connection, and we will make this happen. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Ella. Thank you, Mike. Okay, you guys, so Peter's jumped off, so I, you know, ask away. Uh, let's keep the flow going. And we're honored to have, um, I'm, I'm sorry, if, if, how do you correctly spell, pronounce your name? Macy? Matt? Matt. 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 Matt, like the Matt. word Matt. 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 So, welcome, Washington State. Hi. Uh, hello? Uh, Hi. Yes, please go on. I'm hello. sorry. I forget to unmute myself after we do this. Okay. I'm sorry, Massey. I'm <laughs> in State. I'm not in California, but I have I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to you. I appreciate your your earnestness at your your research and all this, and I believe you have good information, and I certainly appreciate your heart and your faith, and that's what I believe that without faith we can't win, but with faith can do anything, and I believe you have the right direction going there. It sounds wonderful to me, so I wish you well in it, and I will I will get in touch on your website too. Thank you for um, to, oh I did have one suggestion when you were talking about men and women and that sort of thing you might check with I don't know who's got it right now I was going to say Peter might but there are some demographics of our our group our community that have been made 
it's changing rapidly because so many people are coming on as being targeted, you know, like we all are. Yes. But yes. Um, it's changing. So, But you might you might check on that and find out because we do have some interesting. These are rich people, poor people, you know, old people, young people, everybody, every ethnic group. Um, yes. And so you might find out about that. That might be helpful to you. So God bless yes. you. Thank you, my dear. This is slavery. I have mentioned it somewhere. This, uh, this previous slavery uh, about black slavery in America, it was about color. But this slavery has no boundary. It's just uh, it has no boundary anymore. I agree. Yes. Thank you very much. And if you please go to my website if you have any more questions, if you have anything to share with me, please send me an email. I'll be more than happy to go through them. I learn and we connect and we stay we stay in touch. It may take me a little bit uh, a little while to get uh, uh, back uh, or right back, but I will, and then we will uh, stay in touch. Yes, and we will. remember you. And wonderful, and you guys could always go to humanitywarriors.com and find uh, Massey's link right there on my front page. You'll see her picture. Just click her picture, and that's another easy way to get to her, too. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you. Thank you. Be quiet. All right, you guys. Okay. So is there any more questions? Or is that the couple that got on? and Matthew? Yeah, can I ask a question? Yes, please. Hi, Massey. Um, yes. Have you thought of forming a political action committee kind of similar to what Ron Paul did? You know, even though his uh, presidential bid was not successful, uh, all the political action committees that he created uh, by, you know, capitalizing on the buzz his candidacy created uh, really survived uh for decades longer than the short time he ran for president, and they actually spurred the Tea Party movement. So have you ever thought of creating maybe a political action committee to last uh, for years, you know, to, you know, build a movement around you and to build a movement, more importantly, around this issue? Yes, actually, in order to run for for Senate, I had to have a committee. Prior to this, I used to have committee for at least for 12 years or more. I have had uh, my committee, and uh, uh, I, I am sure you and every victim can imagine uh, creating a committee, calling it, uh, you know, uh, this kind of slavery. Or um, if I read the titles, uh, you you would know that what they did to me is retaliation. But I've always had a committee. I've done. Activities. Now I have to have a committee. When you run for for Senate, you do have to have a committee. If you go to the website of um, um, Crystal, you see my information on top. Says committee to elect Massey Monroe. That is my committee. So um, to answer your question more more further, my intent is that uh, I I to make it to the primary. Just in case if I don't, uh, sometimes I really think I'm going to make it because I think of that bird. And I know my friends, uh, you know, that bird was alone, but I know I'm not alone. You are all with me, but uh, we are still, uh, you know, we have this huge thing in front of us. 
I believe we are going to win this primary. If in case we, uh, we do not, uh, I intend to uh, keep the committee, but I intend to write a book as soon as possible. And I believe uh, I can make a very, um, uh, very good selling book. Uh, my publisher is Hay House. I've already spoken to them. Hay House is a spiritual um, publication and translates books into 80 languages. And uh, I have uh, talked to them extensively. They are incredibly interested in my story because you don't know my story. It's very, very unbelievable for, for an immigrant uh, to come here for American dream and suddenly find herself uh, where, where you know we are. So uh, not only they ha they like okay they they do spiritual books even though my book is going to be political and even uh, even if I write this book it's going to be to uh, lay the ground for legislation just because just the same as I'm running for Senate I want to make legislation this book is also going to set ground for the legislation but this time maybe I have to start from state by state by state, which will take a lot longer. But not only uh, the reason they, asked, they agreed uh, to do this, even though it's political, because it has a lot of spiritual elements in it. I, I was an agnostic person. I was very sold to science. And I came to, I, I found Christ. I come from Muslim uh, country and Muslim family. Thank God my family, they're not orthodox. And uh, then I traveled the world, and I went to uh, poor countries like India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, and uh, then I came to United States and uh, Scandinavians and Europe. Then I said, there is no God. There cannot be God. I was very young. I was 18 years old, and I traveled by military plane. My, my father was in the military. My uh, uncle was one of the five top judges to the uh, court, military court of uh, Shah of Iran at that time. So I traveled uh, with min minimal expenses and I stayed in U.S. Air Force bases whenever we went because Iran, Shah of Iran had close relationship with America and the military planes were always using uh, U.S. Air Force bases. And that way I learned a lot about politics and uh, international Stuff, but I wasn't into those. I was very much into engineering. I wanted to be a professor, get my PhD or whatever, and uh, teach in, in university and write engineering environmental books. But then my life took me to this route. It was unbelievable. I became next moment a victim. And then the, if you only knew that the only way I have made it so far is my spiritual uh, the uh, spiritual connection to Christ consciousness, to Christ himself, it became so I could actually speak with, with Christ. This is very unbelievable coming from an engineer who's educated in America because we are Newtonian physics kind of scientists. We are not, we, uh, we don't study quantum physics. I did study 25 years. I studied quantum physics on my own. And then I studied spiritual psychology, all these religions and mystics and, and uh, Persian poetry is all very spiritual. I studied all of that. And all of that came to my, my rescue. I could never, ever deal with what, what came upon me all along here. 
I couldn't. And then this book is not only a political book, it's a spiritual book. It, uh, Hay House wants to publish books that would teach, um, the, uh, let's say somebody is reading this, we learn that, oh, this person came over that problem through this spiritual thing. That's what they, it interested them. Not only they said that they will publish the book, they said that um, if the book makes it, they will translate it to 80 languages. Not only that, they said they, they might be interested in making a movie. So I, if I don't make it to primary, I will keep this committee, but I don't know how much uh, politically I can be active. Um, uh, I, um, I mean, I don't know how much I should do that. If I don't make it to primary, I think I should immediately write the book and try to make this book like bestseller and then start going on tours and speaking engagements. And that's how to bring attention to this problem. And then again, I would need your help. You know, you could, you could join me. We can do a lot of work together. Uh, I, I will, one thing I will do is first I will hire all victims because I know what it means that robbing us of our jobs. And uh, I will hire every victim um, if I have that ability. Then uh, once I do that, then I, I will go back again to politics and become, um, become active. But I think the best thing is to write that book because Hay House usually doesn't call you. And they, they, call, they call me every two, three months. They call me continuously. They are very interested in this story. And now it's even better because now people, uh, all these um, um, scientists, um, and I know many of these people. I have been affiliated um, by taking seminars and classes. Then I had my job. I spent a lot of time and energy and money on uh, going uh, like to Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, um, other Craig um, uh, Braden. These are scientists. They have done massive, massive investigations and uh, how they tie science to spirituality, and I think I am also, uh, in some ways, I can do that. So um, to answer your question, my goal is first, first to get on this. I don't want to miss one day, one more day for us to, to be tortured, one more person to commit suicide, one more person to become disabled, one more person to be hijacked. If I can do that, uh, I don't care about money. I don't care about anything. But if that doesn't happen, immediately I'm going to write the book, and I will try to make it bestseller. Then we take it from there. That's my goal. But I do have a committee right now. If you go on my, um, uh, maybe some, yeah, it says committee to elect Massimo. That's a political committee. It's a, it's a committee, political committee. Yeah, that's great. That's a very inspiring story, and I think you have some smart ideas. Uh, I worked in politics before I became targeted, and uh, I just think that it'd be great for you to do something like Ron Paul did after his uh, campaign. So uh, I'll, I'll follow up with you by email and uh, yes. give you some tips, and uh, we can throw ideas off each other. And uh, one last small question. Um, there's a new site called com. Have you seen that, and do you ever – send any people you're talking to about this matter who are unfamiliar with it to that site or what site okay. do you use? Uh -huh. 
Uh, okay, my idea, I will tell you my idea about this uh, situation. First of all, again, I want to tell you, please uh, keep in touch. Uh, let us be in touch. Let us inspire each other. And um, wherever we go, we go together. Uh, it doesn't have to be every day we talk, but as long as we, we, we keep in touch, that's a wonderful thing for uh, each of us. We are stronger. And then, you know, I'm not going to give up. Every one of you is. Uh, brilliant people. I believe people who have become victims, they are the most smart people right now on this planet because they have much more knowledge than any other. And that is very important. Knowledge, knowledge, this kind of knowledge raises consciousness. And our evolution, our spiritual evolution is based on our consciousness rising. The, uh, you, Every victim may think that we are losers. We lost, like me, I lost millions. And, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, I, I know each one of you had the same opportunity and you didn't get there. But we should measure our success by divine law, by cosmic law, which is the more our conscious awareness is um, higher, the more we are conscious, the, uh, the more rich we are, the more we have evolved because we are on an eternal journey. And Jesus Christ uh, displayed his ascension to us. He told us we must do or we can do everything he did. The reason he, he displayed his ascension, he was the only ascended master from very, very divine who uh, displayed his ascension because he wanted us to learn. He wanted to tell us, you are not about, ju uh, about just going about your life. You are about to ascend to a higher consciousness, to a higher dimension, and this is how you do it. You stay with the truth. You, you uh, serve one another without expectation, and you be compassionate and loving, and you be for, for forgiving, then you ascend. Right. Well, I mean, I, I agree with all that. I really do agree with it, but I, I mean, let, let's, you're right, you know, so, but let's, I mean, so what can we do as a community? I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to continue to open up the phone lines and, um, and, and I, I know that, you know, um, the higher levels of consciousness is, is huge, and and I believe in we're you, you know for our individual growth and uh, and all this other stuff. But um, so I thank you for that, um, Matthew. So uh, Texas, did you have a question, please? Uh, that was probably me. I jumped ahead, oh, but uh, okay. one last follow-up okay. question, Matthew. What sites do you send people to when you're trying to explain uh -huh. things to them? And have you seen BiggerThanSnowden.com? Uh -huh. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yes, I went off of Angel. I do apologize. Sometimes that happens. You, you, you your original question was that. What do I think about some of these sites? Okay, uh, I don't know if you know about FFCHS. This was a site that Derek Robinson used to have. It was, uh, it was a horrible, horrible uh, organization. It was full of evilness. And it was horror, horror uh, on this planet. I mean, any victim uh, uh, falling into this victimhood was one hell, and then um, being 
uh, being taken by this FFCHS was another extra hell. My experience there became so unbelievably bad. You, if if uh, in future we have time, I will tell you, and I will tell you about that organization altogether. And Derek, Derek Robinson, what a criminal-minded person he was and what kind of a damage he did to this uh, movement. We sh- it should not have taken for victim, victims, uh, brilliant people in the most democratic country in the world uh, where there is a constitution against slavery and all of that uh, to be to be silenced to, to this point and th- for this uh, atrocity go- to go on. And FSCHS was one of the agencies who was very effective to do this very damaged. And um, uh, I will write about this later on in my book. One chapter will go to FFCHS. It was, it was uh, because of the work of this attorney that I talked to and myself uh, that we, uh, Derek has kind of gone into hiding or wherever, wherever. Now, uh, you, uh, I, I left that FFCHS because of the situation. And it had become to a point that this victim, you wouldn't know if you're talking to a victim or you're talking to a perp. And then these perps, uh, they're constantly creating commotion be- between people, and it was just best just to leave it alone. When I ran for Congress in 2012, I was just one single person, one single person. There was not even one victim to hear me or help me or be with me, because I just ran away from that agency. Then now, sometimes I see there are there is some there are some um, sites it comes along, and uh, I I don't go to them because I really don't know where they come from. I because I believe that these uh, I don't have good feelings and that they are they are genuine victims. If I get to talk to them to them just like I talk with you now. Uh, I trust all of you. I trust, I trust, um, I trusted uh, Crystal, and then I trust all of you. And um, uh, uh, that would be a different story. But I'm not going to go and um, get involved with them because I don't know this perp is going to take me to take my site or my name to millions of them, then they are going to come and bombard me. You wouldn't know what they, they were doing to me. Uh, try to stay away from them. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I try to stay away from them. If you really want to get things done, just uh, uh, you can get things done with two, three people together. For right now, I am the best excuse. That what we have in our hand is the best thing to bring us together. Okay, thank you. Let's let's keep it rolling. I don't mean to interrupt, but let, you you know you you can. And I appreciate all the information, but I'd like to um, encourage others to. And they, we have a, a couple of questions in the in the queue. So I unmuted Oregon. Did you have a question, Oregon? Yeah, I have a statement. I have something to okay, say. Okay, thank I, you. Yeah, hi, hi. Um, um, Massey, I, I want to thank you for your uh, your very high intelligence and your courage. Uh, your, your, I like your outspokenness, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing what you're doing, and uh, I've never heard anyone like you before who's been targeted. How many years have you been targeted for? 16 years. 
Wow, wow. I'm, I'm in 12, I've been 12 years. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm, you're really uh, a great role model uh, for me because uh, you, you, sat, you, you, you know, you're, you're highly functional and, uh, and you're spiritual and, uh, and you're political. And wow, you, ha- you have it all, woman. So I just, I just bow to you. I bow to you, uh, Thank you. multiple times. And, and, and Thank best you, of luck to you. Best of luck to you. And, and uh, are you familiar with, with Rumi and, and Kabir? Oh yes, yes, of course, yes, yes, yes. I, I, uh, of course, I've taken two years of uh, Rumi classes in Santa Monica, and I have so many friends. I, I learned about Rumi and Iranian poetry in America, not in Iran, but yes, I am familiar. Yes. Yeah, and um, great, great, great. So. Uh, so, 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 do you integrate that into your into your spirituality and your philosophy? Pardon me. Do you integrate uh, um, Rumi's Rumi's uh, high mindedness and, and, and Kabir's high mindedness into your into your uh, spirituality? Yes, yes, of course. Not only Rumi. Every every one that I know, like um, Mahatma Gandhi, like. Um, uh, like uh, even though Mahatma Gandhi is not a poet, but there, his spirituality and um, Abraham Lincoln, he was a spiritual man. I have studied all of them, and I have when I have studied, I have tried to extract uh, whatever I could and and use it for myself. Because uh, the reason uh, I call myself I'm I'm selfish because I needed all of that strength. Yes, I have done a lot of. Uh, if you if you okay. there to see, I have boxes and boxes of um, uh, this uh, info, uh, discs, films, um, and uh, books. And also, I had two years of television program. Uh, that was uh, two programs I had. Uh, this was worldwide. Uh, one of them was uh, only for engineering and environmental stuff. And the other one was uh, for Democratic Party, for my committee, which was under my uh, committee at that time, political committee. And in that, I would go to, uh, like, human rights and uh, women's rights and animal, animal rights. And uh, to these spiritual areas, I would invite um, uh, people, um, that then we would talk. Yes, yes, I, I do integrate all of them. If you study all of them, then you will see all of them are saying the same thing, but in a different Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it all leads to uh, the same Ms. place. Ms. Nassie, um, I just thought, um, if I might just say, um, I live in um, northeastern, uh, northeastern United States, and we live in a small conservative area. And um, I kind of agree with this, uh, with the status of the organization you were mentioning, I, you know, I, they may have made some progress, but it, it isn't the way, really, it seems to get things done. Um, yes. And the last few days, um, I have been targeted in such a way as this feels like this huge fireball comes at me from the left, and it, like, I don't know if anyone else has had this, but it's like uh, all of a sudden it hits you when it, it, it feels like a burn and a light at the same time. I am so tired of this. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Can you think of some ways I could be active without, you know, aligning myself with? I I I don't know. You know. Um, 
I'm so tired of getting the shielding and these kinds of things. And yeah. my, um, I was encouraged by someone to write to the Department of Health complaining about the high electromagnetic frequency. And um, there are a few people in my building who feel it also. Do you think that's uh-huh. a good way to go? Well, they are not equipped to answer or do anything. I have seen, I have written letters for my uh, victim friends and uh, I have seen, like, we, uh, we ha- my victim friend had me um, uh, write a letter. We went to the police commission here in Burbank, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they never answered because there is no law. There is no recognition. As long as this, this, we do not make a legislation, they are just going to be everywhere. They, they don't have a tool. Even let's go now to police. They're, they're, but these are the thing is these are criminals, and when they make the mistake of hacking into your computer or calling you, you know um that's a mistake they make, so I think we should all keep the evidence of any anything they do that's tangible, you know we should all keep it oh because that I, I highly recommend that is a very smart thing to do if you have any evidence, always keep it. If you can. We we yeah. we were getting pornographic phone calls here, and the other person in the household had the door closed. He has a doctorate in an advanced field. I don't want to say what it's in, but yeah. to think that you know his communications would be being viewed, and he doesn't really quite latch onto this. And I'm not going to push it on him, you know. But he thinks it could be in the future, but he doesn't realize that it's going on right now, and mm-hmm. um. You know, but my gosh, I mean, you know, every communication that goes through here is not private, and I know that. Yes, yes. If, you can, yes, if you can keep any evidence, that's wonderful. I used to be raped, and I used to have used to have V2K. I overcame V2K. Maybe some other time I will talk with you. If somebody is very much uh, hearing this porno uh, language and very bad things by V2K, I can maybe give some suggestion. But I have been a victim of that. They they do uh, once in a while, but they've stopped. But uh, you have to be, the, the best thing, the best thing, best, best shielding that I have used for myself is spiritual, uh, uh, sp- uh, getting yourself in uh, involved and immersed in some kind of a vast spiritual thing. Not get, um, I'm not talking about religion. Religions are division. Like you mentioned, Rumi, this, that. If you get yourself immersed in those, it helps very much. And then... The spirituality. Then keep your evidence, mm-hmm. evidence and, and have always hope. We are very close. I'm. I am. Uh, I am optimistic that you are going to resolve this soon. Hopefully, uh, in two, three days, or in uh, November, or or very soon. But well, I will. I will write to you. And thank you so much. My pleasure, my dear. My honor. Thank you so very much. Oh, my honor Perfect. as well. Thank you. Thank okay. you. All right. Goodbye. Thank hey, you. Can y'all hear me? Hi, Melinda. Hey, oh, no. this is uh, Kyle from Louisiana. Hi, Hi Kyle. Oh, 
Hey, I just wanted to uh, to tell Crystal and Massey, like I know Crystal goes out and she does a lot of uh, campaigning for targeted individuals. And I had thought about it in my city, like I want to get people together, but I think, um, you know, campaigning, wouldn't a good idea to be, uh, would be to make like food and, and you know, get, get permits for that so you get like tourists or anybody like that coming up and eating, you know, coming getting food so you could pass out flyers. I just wanted to pass on that idea. Very, very oh, sure. Good. I mean, flyers, we, we, I mean, we're, we're, we do that stuff. We were trying to get more people involved. And uh, speaking of flyers and stuff, we have letter writing campaigns. We've got a guy backpacking across America. We've got uh, possibly the New York Times doing an article. Uh, we've got 10 uh, newspaper articles with Dave Voice backpacking across America. Um, there's a lot of, of positive, forward-moving um, advocacy that's happening right now. We've got the EMS uh, smart meter technology speaking out against the, the, these uh, grids going crazy. And uh, so, um, but uh, Melinda, yeah, hi, Melinda. I wanted to, I, every time I went to unmute you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, hi, Shelly, thank you. I had the phone down. Um, I was wondering how uh, Massey feels about the forced vaccinations of our children and I, I guess soon to be adults in uh, California. I was born and raised in California and I've seen it go from the greatest state in the world to uh, mismanaged, uh, belligerent, uh, hostile, overtaxed, overburdened with uh, uh, debt and uh, I want to leave. It's just too expensive oh. for me to leave right now. But uh, what do you think about the forced vaccinations uh, yes, and I, the chemtrails and all this poison that they're giving us? Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, uh, first of all, chemtrails and uh, HARP, these are destructive. They are being used destructively, and that's part of my agenda. Hopefully, when we get to, uh, when we get to Senate, not only we will address mind control, we will address these because heart can do um, um, mind control also can change uh, emotions and chemtrail I mean uh, I think I have put two films on on my left side uh, and needless uh, you all know but there are two films also on, on my website about vaccination I do not have very I do not trust these vaccinations and I don't think people should be uh, children should be forced uh, parents uh, should have a way to to decide, and then I believe that we have to do uh, people. People really be, should be able to uh, have a, a, an investigation and a, a, a team of scientists to uh, mm -hmm. examine examine uh, and research the adverse effects of it. Because the way it is, uh, we don't. I don't trust what they what they say because it's just. A few people they are deciding what what goes on. We don't really know the the adverse effects yeah. of something for decades. After it it really kills us, then they, somebody comes out and says something. I don't trust it. Yeah, it I just seems it. like it's big business. You know, when I was a little girl, now this is back in the fifties. There was no autism. There was nothing like that. And I go to the market last week and I saw five autistic children. Now that's in one day. I mean, you could tell. You could tell by the way they looked, etc. And these mothers, it's. I said, what has happened here? 
what is going on. And you're so yeah. right, there has not been a, an investigation. No. And I just read they're adding three more vaccines. So a child by age one will get 20, 20, excuse me, 31 or 32 vaccines. That's obscene. Yeah. That is yes. obscene. Yes, yes. and yes. the ultrasounds, the ultrasounds, they're being done too much. It interferes yes. with fetal development, the inner ear, the eyes. There's more and more yes. kids with vision, low vision problems. Yes. The yes. ultrasounds should only be used in an emergency situation. And I know girls, that I heard they go every week for an ultrasound. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Uh, Dr. Yes. Vela in Germany, he says only use that as an um, emergency situation. Like if you took thalidomide or something by mistake. Yeah. 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 Yes, well, not to get not to get off topic, but um, so it's the mandatory anything, which is a little scary. Big brother, you know that big yes. brother feeling. Yes, we, the, everything here really uh, has gone out of control. We have to go back mm-hmm. and transform, especially this advanced technology. Really, we have to really bring back everything. In line, and I, I am determined to do that. I am. First, we will do mind control. We will expose it and legislate it, end it, and immediately we will go to other areas, and we can yeah. do those too. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And listen, if you don't win, that can be a blessing because uh, you obviously your attitude will allow you to do so many things one way or the other. So a book would be great, and you know, you get. Are, are you running for uh, Feinstein's seat or bo- no. I guess boxer? Uh, bo- boxer, yes. Uh, Feinstein. Yeah, I guess we'll never get rid of Diane. Pardon me, but yeah. she's been there a very, very long time. Yeah, that. Also, I, I am, I, I am for term limits. These people, they go there and they never get off those seats, and they re- retire from there. Then they go to another seat, and they're blocking all this. No fresh idea. I know, absolutely, absolutely, especially in the Senate. Yeah. But you know, her husband has gotten billion-dollar contracts from the Senate and doesn't even bid for them, so she's not leaving. You know, unless she's voted out. They, they are old. They are exhausted. They have nothing to contribute. They just sit there and they. Occupy those chairs, and they don't let these yeah. young people, fresh people, to go there and have this dynamic thing going on in this country and the world. I am for term uh, I, I am. I'm. Yeah. No, you're right. Life. That that's so true. Occupying a seat, and yeah. she would not debate with her opponent last time, uh, Senator Feinstein. Yeah. I thought that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. She has arrogance. Yeah. Because. They are tired. They they should go. They should go. They have nothing to contribute anymore. They really they have exhausted their their uh, contributions, and now they are really hindering our system. They have to get out and let yeah. new people go. Then I go That's to Senate. I will do I will do my job, and after that, I'll I'll get out of the way. Why should I sit there? Why? <laughs> I should no. get out of there and go teach or do something else and let other people come. This is this is the most advanced country in the world. We need dynamicity. We need to have dynamic, brilliant people with vision, people with 
uh, innovation is to go out to buy those and, and push this forward, not only for America, for the world. Everything starts from here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, listen, good luck. I know uh, whatever happens, it will be the best for you. And um, please uh, join us more often. All right, hang on a minute. Sorry, I apologize for that. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me. So let's see here. East Michigan is still unmuted and I need the whole room. Amazing. So let's mute that and uh, hang on, bear with me. And uh, Matthew, I will get you back on. Hello, hello. Uh. Hello, Matthew? Oh, uh, you cannot hear me? I can now, so I had to get rid of the noise, and uh, interesting. Okay, uh, I'm sorry uh, that for the disruption, and uh, so let's go ahead. Here we go. Let's, I apologize. It's all happens sometimes, and I'm a stickler about it. So, anyway... Hit star eight if you guys want to continue and engage with uh, Matthew Monroe. She's running for U.S. Senate. And we really appreciate her contribution this evening. And so she has really good um, insight to uh, spiritual awareness. And and obviously, you've been in the political arena, so... Have you had a challenge trying to talk to other, uh, have you had much, I don't know, success in talking to other uh, candidates? Matthew, oh, I mean, uh, you. I, uh, no, I have not had any debate, but mm-hmm. I've had two interviews by KFI and CBS Radio, and when that aired, uh, I received a few uh, emails that are wonderful, heartwarming, that they told me that you are very courageous and um, we wish you best of luck and uh, we heard you. You truly are fearless and we are with you. Uh, you've got my vote. Uh, everyone has written, you've got my vote, you've got my vote. And um, one person, one lady, one of the victims right now, uh, bless her heart. She told me, even if you don't make primary, you can make something else. One lady called and said that I, uh, I see what you have gone through. You had to be very brave to to go through what you have gone through. But don't worry if you do not make it to primary. I know that you are going to make it somehow, and we are watching you. <laughs> and I thought those are very heartwarming. Um, no, I have not had any debate. I believe the reason they don't put me in a debate is that, like, five candidates, they're chosen, 
and in, in San Diego or something, and one of them was Kamala Harris. She's attorney general running for the state. And then there is Sanchez lady. She's a congresswoman, Mexican-American. And they were there. There was one independent and two Republicans. And I prepared. Um, they didn't tell me. When, when we found out, we contacted them. They said they ha- could only have five people. Do you hear me? Hello? Yes, I'm hearing you. Uh-huh. So they can only have five people that, that are that run for that. No, no, on the ballot, though. Okay. No, uh, I am on the ballot. But they oh, okay. Said that they could they could only have five people, but I know the reason why they didn't. Because you see, I am a victim. That in order to make us victim, they have they they cre- There are two pillars for the, for hijacking us into this slavery. One is they have to create a criminal case for us by, based on lies and accusations and get it approved by FISA. The second is mental illness. The mental illness, the, the, the criminal part comes because um, I, I don't want to get into it. It's very in-depth. Next time maybe I will. And it's not relevant to the, to the election. But it's very interesting for you to know why criminal, criminality is very interesting. It's unbelievably interesting. And then they have to make us mentally ill because they are putting us under mind control. They want to use the excuse that they are correcting our behavior. They are modifying our behavior. We are bad people. We have mental problems. And they are, by doing mind control, they are modifying our our behavior, so we are not causing danger for others. They cannot put us in jail. They don't have enough more jail. So this is how we have these two against us. Even though I have made this far, but they, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe that they would not put me with, um, with uh, Kamala Harris under the same roof. She's attorney general. She's better than me. Everybody is better than us. We are, the, we are criminals. We are mentally ill. We have done something wrong to the government. That's why government is tracking us and uh, targeting us. I believe that's still alive because when I ran for Congress, this Adam Schiff, nobody liked Adam Schiff here. Nobody. Anyone I was talking, they were mad about him. Even now, people, they complain about him, even though I'm not running against him anymore. So what happened was they would not even put my name with his name on the same page. They would put his name and few others, and then they would say more, and the next page would be me. And I, I thought about this a lot. Then I said, oh, I am, we are less. We are slaves. Slaves have no rights in this country. Slaves do not win in the court. Slaves cannot take make a petition and go, go there, uh, somebody listens to them. Nobody listens to slaves. We are slaves. We are truly treated like a, a slave. And then when I, when I learned those, I said, oh, okay, it makes sense to me. Now me, it's very interesting for me. It should be for all of us. Let's say I make it to the primary what is going to happen after that? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But then, when I, when I observed those, 
it makes me sad. But on the other hand, it makes me happy. Then I prefer to look at the happy side. The happy side is this country, no matter how bad it becomes, still it is the fundamentals of the Constitution, still is speaking. And that's why I am where I am now. If it was in other countries, it would not be. If I were in third world country, no way. I could not make it this far. So that gives me hope. And that tells me, Massey, look at this side. This is commandable. Take this and show Americans, those people that they are involved with this quintal, so the compartmentalized people, tell them you are selling your country for nothing. You are very lost. This, your constitution is inspired by God. It talks about human dignity. Look, with everything they did to me, I'm still here. If it was in third world countries, I would be into ashes, never be, being able to rise. So I look at it that way. These are all going to go in my book. It's very eye-opening. And what happens with us, um, I mean, with this election, I say with us because I am one of you. you. That would be very interesting to see where this is going to go and what happens after that. Okay, so... Uh You've had several excuses one way or another for for and you've been unfairly uh, yes uh i I can see where the political arena would be afraid of your power and your message, so definitely um I am muted East Michigan and Arizona hi, welcome hello, yes, oh yeah, Arizona here um. I would like to, when I email you my cartoons, I'll draw a cartoon for you for free. I could draw a caricature of you holding up the bird, <laughs> the little you. bird with the the little water bucket, and uh, whatever, you know, we could work on it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You put a smile on my heart. Every one of you, especially you, because <laughs> interesting interesting idea. I welcome it. Thank you. Yes. Shelly? Yeah. You know, does uh, Massey, you know about the plastic head, the SAR head, the mannequin <laughs> head? You know about that? Yeah, I know what it stands for. Well, he's going to be on next weekend as well. He, uh, Curtis is going to be on next weekend. Oh. oh, okay. Curtis Bennett, and he's he's a professor, and he's an advocate. He's very powerful voice, and um and and these uh, harmful frequencies and weaponizing the grid and uh, anyway, so yeah, I uh, told Massey about him uh, uh about an hour ago that he assigned oh, okay. me to email him the fires in Arizona. Also, he has the thermal imaging that could have gotten those firefighters out of that fire in Prescott three years ago. But when he, in 03, when he used the thermal imaging up in Canada, they deleted his technology. 
So all those uh-huh. 19 firefighters could have walked out of that smoke in Arizona and Prescott in 2013. Oh, oh my God. He talks about that all the time. Uh, yesterday's radio show, I'll email you the link, Massey. Uh, I heard he, it today. He He's on a radio show three times a week with a retired nurse in Memphis. And she's oh. uh, hating the smart meters so making everyone sick. And he uh, talks about the insurance, the Lloyds of London. He talks about building codes, the foundations that are going to crack from these vibrations because there are no codes for these vibrations. Oh. They circumvented everything. So the SAR head is a plastic head filled with water with a thermometer from 1996. And there's a funny song on emfsafetynetwork.com called We Don't, we, we Don't Have Plastic Heads. It's very it's like a reggae beat, and they show my cartoon at the very end. It's an excellent song. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't I'll get it. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yes, please send it to me. Yeah, I'll please send you the link. link. Yes. Let us be in touch. Let us be in touch. Shelly? Yes? Yeah. Um, last week I had mentioned, um, I didn't hear you hear you mention anything. I don't know if you forgot what I said, was telling everyone last week about the mental illness. What I discovered that um, the American Psychiatric Association and uh, the editors of uh, the DMS, and if that other guy is on who's got that doctorate in psychology, if he is aware of this, I don't know, or if he'd like to comment on it if he's still on, is that um, these these entities are actually admitting in their own documentation that mental illness is, um, it, there's just no standing on it. There's no scientific. It's part of the point. Without the cointelpro, without them discrediting us, that is why I think, in my opinion, it is very important that we tell the world that this cointelpro is alive on steroids, and uh, yes, because without it, it's 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 ineffective. It's my opinion, um, or for the most part, um, it doesn't. It works hand in hand. So I don't know. Would you like to answer that, Nancy? No, uh, I didn't exactly get the the question. The question is. Mental illness. Please repeat the question one more time. Well, well basically, it was a, basically, was a statement. What 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 are you saying about the Contel Pro part of it, though, and in involvement with it, Shelley? Well, I mean, I I've gone out of my way to try. Well, I just stressed to the city council that Contel Pro is a huge part of this program because that's the first thing that they do. Is discredit us. Is discredit us, and that, and that. I mean, helping with the 800 line and helping, you know, network and resources all these people who are in the program. I mean, that's the first part of the program is to discredit us, and that, and so Clanchell's yeah. role becomes a very powerful tool, so they can yeah. continue these torture programs on us. And, uh, yeah. and you know, the the hard part is is to you know fact, you know. Because uh, we know the EEGs are happening, we know uh, the Bob program, we know the DOD directives, we know um, things like that are, are absolutely alive and well. But how do you prove the coin telco? Well, I, I, I can tell you part of it is that you know 90% of the calls that I've helped network, they don't have any mental health history at all until 
uh, they're put into one of these programs, and that's the first thing that they try and do. So, I mean, us as a community and a statement, I think, you know, but because we've been labeled, then they're very effective. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's why I'm trying to trying to to educate people about this. Is that the American Psychiatric Association and the editors of DMS, which is the the diagnosis bible, okay, for psychologists and psychiatrists, it states right in their own documentation that there's no scientific proof or evidence that any of these mental diagnoses have any standing. So yes, it's all guesswork. It's all yes. guesswork. There's no legal yes. precedence for them to be able to use these to discredit us. Yes, uh, you are right. I ha- I had a psychologist for three years because when they took my job, they labeled me uh, of two things, that I was a terrorist, and they put me, not only I was under um, mind control, not only I was uh, under Quintel Pro, they put me under uh, Military Commission Act two, of 2006 of George W. Bush. And I cannot begin to tell you what that means. I mean, combination of those. And then when I went to um, uh, with FFCHS, um, first he put me on his first page. And I started going to United Nations, getting uh, testimonies, people, victims called from all over the world. Everyone had this um, uh, this situation of my, uh, mental illness uh, um, accusation on them. And um, uh, what happens is, um, okay, I was saying this. I lost my job. Then I I tried to take my um, uh, my. Uh, employer to court. I borrowed six hundred thousand uh, dollars out of my house and uh, launched this in, uh, this uh, lawsuit. Of course, uh, I could. I, I almost knew that I will not win this case because there is no law. And those days, this was uh, classified information. But if I didn't do that, then I couldn't write the book that I'm going to write, or when we go to Senate, I am going to have documentations, legal documentations in my hand. Then if I didn't do that, people would say, okay, if you went to court, then you would win. I went to Adam Sheff here 10 times. Oh, you have to go uh, file a lawsuit. This is a, this is a civil uh, suit, this and that. I did go, and for that, I hired a psychologist, a team of psychologists, they reviewed every documentation they had put against me from the beginning to the end. At least I spent $100,000 only on psychologists, a team of psychologists, and I took the test a few times, uh, this MMPI test and all. I have a lot to say about all of this, but I want to say that my psychologist, thank God, this psychologist was not uh, um, um, like Freudian psychologists, that most of psychologists are this Freudian psychologists, and they are, uh, you know, they they are just. They, Freud was a good psychologist for 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 some parts, but building our psychology and psychiatry based on Freud will bring us where we are. The psychiatrists. The psychiatry and psychology 
of America really needs a transformation. Besides that, this uh, psychologist that I found, um, nobody wanted to take me. Those days, they were even afraid. How many $250 I paid for consultation? Finally, this psychologist was a Persian psychologist, very educated. He, was, he had so many degrees and everything. He was moving from another state to California and because he had to have his license from California to practice, he worked with this. There was a, a little Persian organization. Um, then he was working through that organization, so he was charging me less. If he was going to charge me based on his qualification at that time, I should have paid him like $300,000. So I, I just want to tell you the magnitude of the research I've launched into this, that I will talk when it comes uh, in the book. So he said the same thing this lady is uh, expressing. This psychologist was mostly Jungian psychologist. He believed in Jung, and he studied in a, in a university. His uh, head of university uh, was a, a, a very... Uh, um, very open-minded psychologist who believed more uh, of Jung psychology than Freud. That's why he uh, he was able to look at me like I have a point. Three years, three years, twice a week I saw him for my documents. We had gone every word in my documents, any and every document. There is not one truth in, in there, none of them. And he gave me final report, and he also taught me this portion, uh, certain portions of psychology. This, uh, this lady victim, she is right. They're, they have no substance for what they are, they are accusing us. That, that's why uh, we have a very good case. When I get to Senate, then we get to Senate, we have a very good case. We can, we can prove this is completely a sham, has no basis, no basis. Yeah, is he being done for, pharma, for pharmaceutical um, exploitation is, is what yes. it's doing? Yes. And this is part of clientele fraud to this. And then they set, up, they set us up for the other uh, gang stalking and, and all that, that stuff that they play upon us. Oh, they had started, this FFCHS had started another story that, oh, I came on so strong on them, that because they have put, because we are under this mind control, uh, slavery, and torture, and abuse, so now we are mentally ill. I said, this is very interesting. They, they disregard that portion of the equation. The equation is like, we hijacked you without your permission. We have robbed you, stolen you, and we have sold you to corporations. We are dissecting you alive, and we are setting the data. That's why you are slaves. In slavery, there is money involved. In our, in, in our situation, money is involved. They are, they are 
dissecting us, using us for experimentation, for data gathering, for statistics. Those are all money. This is slavery. And then they do all of that. They disregard all of that. Then they come in and say, because they have done that to us, now we are crazy. But why don't we go back to the beginning of this equation and see that we were not crazy? Even if we are crazy, you made us crazy. So let's go back there first, attend the first part of the equation, then let us get to the second part. Then I started harping on that and attacking them so much, so much, they, they excuse me, they shut up after that. And that man got lost and some, somewhere. He, but um, they, they, ha, they are trying everything, but they will never get anywhere. And this doctor, my psychologist, because I, I paid him um, $80 an hour for him researching mind control. He, I, he spoke with uh, Dr. Nick Begich, uh on his private when he was doing research because he was working on his license in California. He didn't want to have too many patients. I was paying him quite all right, but it was much cheaper than if he had his license from here, but he was under that organization. And he happened to be a specialist exactly in areas they were, they were um, accusing me. So that was wonderful. By the time he gave his final report, he, was already, he already had his license. Anyway, this doctor uh, did a lot of research on his own because I wanted to take him to, the, to court. Now, when we go to Senate, I'm going to bring him there because I paid three years, uh, $80 an hour for him to educate himself for in mind control things. He talked to uh, the assembly. There was an assembly person in one of the states that he was familiar with, um, this victim. He talked with him, and he suggested to my doctor and said, since you have become familiar with this, these are really victims, you, uh, why don't you go and represent them? And he, he agreed that he would do that. But any, uh, recently, I have also found another psychiatrist in Los Angeles. He, um, he was in uh, some kind of a show, Dr. Steele's show, and somebody told me about him. I contacted him. He likes to work with celebrities and all. He's a psychiatrist. I told him about this. He said, your story, uh, your story is intriguing, and I would like to work with you. But all of that is just in place. So when we get either to, uh, to Senate or to book, we are going to bring all of that, and we will prove that there is no base for what they have, they, they have done to us. There oh, are no great. Bases. That's yes. wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. We are going, we are, this, is, this is going to end. You have to all be very positive and in prayer, and work hard, you're going to end this. Hey, Massey, you say the primary is on Tuesday, right? Yes, yes. Tuesday okay. by, I think, 8 o'clock, maybe we know, or definitely Wednesday morning, we, are, we know. I, well, I'm going to launch a, a campaign on my meetup group, uh, meetup.com slash ti-awareness. And uh, we're going to do Twitter ads and Facebook ads for you uh, 
all day Monday at least. So one one extra Thank day. If you can, if you can do something, go all the way like Central Los Angeles, uh, Central California, Northern California, Southern California. Try to uh, expand if you can as much as you can. And wherever Bernie Sanders is. Uh, um, they like Bernie Sanders, they like me, because I have spoken about him in my, uh, if you have, uh, or uh, I don't know, you're in California, if you have received your voter's guide, I am on page 18, and there I've spoken about uh, Bernie Sanders, and do you know many, they, uh, many uh, voters, they have sent me emails, they have said, uh, I didn't have my website at that time, they said that we couldn't find anything about you, uh, but as long as you are supporting Bernie Sanders, uh, my vote goes to you. My vote goes to you. So wherever you see, there is uh, more more people for Bernie Sanders. Send my my information there. If you want to also t- uh, send them to Voters Guide. Uh, if you want, I can read it in the whole title, page 18. When they go there. They see a summary of what I say, and they they see that I am um, I am supporting Bernie Sanders, and also I uh, I sent two pages of my pamphlet to um, to Crystal. Uh, in that also I have Bernie Sanders logo. If you if you show that to people and say this candidate supports Bernie Sanders, if people are uh, these people, most people who are not multi-rich or um, mostly, uh, you know, uh, radical uh, um, Republican, they go for uh, whomever goes for Bernie, they are going to vote for me. I, I have seen so much of that. And I will read this for you if you like. Yeah, when I, I search for you on Facebook or when anyone searches for you on Facebook, you see a lot of user posts who have scanned in the uh, ad from the voter guide or the, the, wow. the blurb from the voter guide. So it's all over Facebook, and the response oh. is very positive. And uh, you are right. People like you because you're associated with Bernie Sanders, and uh, yes. he's a great guy. Uh, so um, it's all out there. I'm actually in Texas. My name's Spencer Carter, but uh, I do a lot of national promotion for TI. So I was excited to see your campaign, and uh, I wish you the best. Thank you so very much, my dear. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, welcome. I tried to get you on Wednesday. I'm glad you're here. Hey, thank you. I love it. Um, I I miss Wednesday. I was out of town, but uh, I'm glad you got Massey on. This is great. Uh, Spencer, uh, you missed the first part when Massey said she prefers victim to T.I. because T.I. was what J. Edgar Hoover used in the CIA for people who have committed a crime. So she prefers the word victim, right, Massey? Yes, yes. Uh, innocent victim of mind-controlled slavery or mind-controlled slavery. because um, mind-controlled Or innocent victim of EMF. Yes. yes, I did just briefly say it again. Uh, I personally, personally, with my own eyes, and I also got copy from FBI years ago, decades ago, that TI means tar- targeted individual is defined by FBI as people who have committed crime against U.S. government, uh, 
and therefore they are targeted and tracked by the government. So this is the definition of TI. If you use that, if you fill out an, a petition to a senator, take it there, they put a research on it, and they, let's say he gives it to uh, someone uh, in his office to go research that, he goes and finds out, oh, this person has committed crime against U.S. government. Now that's why he's being, being targeted. The, the whole thing drops right there, and you never hear from them. Never call TI, because right at the beginning, you're accepting that you've done something wrong. We must call ourselves victims, innocent victims of mind-controlled slavery, postmodern slavery. Yeah, that, this is true. Can I can I also add this, Shelley, please? Um, in Michigan, um, in our laws here, they're actually referring to people. Um, they're 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 calling us uh, persons requiring treatment, and they've got this whole long list of of all these excuses why they feel that they need to forcibly drug people against their will, and um, it's all politically motivated and about money for these pharmaceuticals and to control you, make you a political prisoner, et cetera. Yes. And yes. If there's nothing mental, quote, mental about it at all. It's basically when you read it, it's like all this is is, is it's an agenda of what these people are doing, and it actually yes. really sounds like they are the ones that are paranoid because I think, you know, it's seriously because they, you know, they're paranoid about what we are doing and what we might do if we find out, you know, and actually do something about this. Yes, actually, I, uh, I found this uh, saying, I don't know who said it or where I read it. It's very interesting. I mean, it's nothing new, but I like to read it. I put it here on my desk. It says, um, lack of morals and ethics are mental and emotional illness. Actually, they are the ones who are mentally and emotionally ill because they lack moral and ethics. This is very unethical and it's immoral. They are the ones who are emotionally and mentally ill, not us. I totally agree with you, and I think it's criminal insanity what they are actually doing. And I did some research, and actually a lot of this stuff is coming out of um, canon and ecclesiastical law. I don't know. What is last? What law? Canon law, C-A-N-O-N, canon law, which is church law. And oh. ecclesiastical law, and it comes out of um, uh, Roman law. The Vatican, exactly. Yes. What I what I really uh, what I really found out, you know, I uh, I, I will say this well, um, as I mentioned, I grew up in a in an unorthodox uh, Muslim family and environment. I never knew about evil or things like that then I was very much sold to science. So I never learned it. And uh, uh, hardly 18 years old, I traveled, I started traveling the world. So I, I, never had, uh, I never had gone to church or I had gone to mosque to, to learn anything like that. But then I, uh, then I 
started, the, the things they did to me that I won't get into it, I know all of you, you know, and you are facing it even as of now. I started, the, since I had done all these spiritual um, studies and also uh, tried to study um, uh, Bible, then I, I, really, I really believed that this was evil. Evil to the, the it says, like it says in the Bible that, uh, that Satan uh, robs and uh, destroys and lies. You know, every aspect of what they are doing is lie, robbing. It exactly gives the same definition of Satan and, and evil. And then I began to really, my eye opened and I said, this is really living in a very spiritual world. There is light, there is darkness, there is Satan and ignorance which feeds on our ignorance and gets bigger and gets closer. And then when we get away from it, we immerse ourselves in truth, in, uh, in love, compassion, serving one another without any expectation and forgiveness, then we get away from it. But it may not get away from us for a while, but it will. We will overcome it. But you're right. This, these are just, uh, you cannot find any, any scientific basis for what they are doing to us. You cannot find any other base, legal base, scientific base. They are just mm. doing it. Yeah, and really what they are doing to us, I consider these acts of war. I, I really do. Yes, that is war too. War, robbing, hijacking, um, plundering. Yes, it is war. It is war at its very, very um, worst of it. I, I, then I, then I used to analyze different parts of what they are involved and they do. I could see that every wickedness of humanity has been put together and has been. Uh, packaged in this mind control and point of soul. I mean, it doesn't miss any worse of any part of humanity, including <laughs> wars. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, it's it basically boils down to, um, I believe, spiritual warfare, and it's it's economic warfare, psychological warfare. There's a lot going on to this. Yes, yes, yes. Bravo. That is it. That is it. Spiritual warfare is very, very big part of it. It's evil. It's satanic. You cannot do this. I cannot see... Uh, years ago, I mean, I do sometimes eat meat when I get really white meat, when I get really, uh, really weak. But years ago, when I was traveling in India, I felt like, why should I kill an, uh, another animal to eat that animal? I shouldn't do that. I mean, if if you can if you can have so much compassion, how how can they do what they do to us? This is just not. This is beyond humanity. They have to be evil and satanic. These are part, parts of these are, I think, uh, satanic. If, if we go through it too, too deep, maybe these are satanic rituals and things like that. I, 
I didn't go through much in it, but I have heard from others that they said that it it does. So it is a spiritual war warfare. Well, I support Chamancy even though I'm not in California. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Your heart support is uh, is worth everything. These are very important. Our universe is very intelligent. It's soaking with intelligence. Everything we put out, it leaves. And your your um, good um, good wishes for for me to get to Senate. It's like if you give me now $1 million. I see it that way, and that is a very good way to see. I know I'm not being naive at all. Before, I used to buy flowers for my friends, like for whatever, gifts or flowers, but now I just send them good wishes. Well, I don't have the money to, to do that, but I, I see the value. If someone tells me uh, I pray for you or I send you good wishes, that means to me much more than... Um, if they gave me flowers before I because I didn't see the, the spirituality of our universe to this extent but now I see so even though you're not here your good wish uh, will support me which is not me it's us <laughs> thank you for, for that yeah you're welcome we've got to get those good vibes and good energy out there for each other yes 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 Well, thank you again for coming in, Nancy, um, and, uh, and I'm sharing uh, with us the call tonight, um, inspiring at least with your work and your your ambitions and your 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 desire to to help. That's we need to get all be on the same page. So thank you, uh, you guys. We've got about 20 minutes left of the call, if that 15 minutes. 20 minutes. If you've got any questions or you want to speak, uh, hit star 8. I'd be happy to unmute you. Any questions or you like to talk? Are you asking me or asking uh, everyone? I'm asking everyone, yes. Um, oh, okay. So um, usually I don't know if Maya was in earlier. Sometimes she opens up, oh, there she is. Um, I'm, I apologize, but we do have a late night call sometimes, so um, I don't know if Sumaya wants to open up. Um, but uh, again, thank you, Matthew and Michi. Pleasure. Yeah. It was my my honor, and um, it is my honor and my pleasure, and I enjoyed every one of your energies and. Uh, Please pray for us and do the, your best. I know you are going to do, and I know you're going to pray. And I know your pain is so tender. I feel your pain. And God, like that little little bird, God is going to, we are all, all of us are that little bird. And God is going to, um, we are going to move God's heart, and we are going to make it to Senate. <laughs> we are going to land in Senate. <laughs> We are going to move God's heart. Uh, I have a question. Yes. 
Uh, do you know the scientist in England? Have you uh, heard about Barry Trower? No. Okay, no. he's a microwave warfare expert from the Cold War. He was with the Royal Navy, and his job was to interrogate defecting spies on microwave weaponry, the MK5, MI5 and 6 uh. and 12. And he said mostly, when he interrogated them, he said they mostly targeted the brain, but sometimes they would target other organs, like the retinas, the inner ear, and other organs, the kidneys, with the different frequencies. So he sent me a list of the frequencies, and I made a caricature of him with that list. He doesn't specify whether it was hertz or meter square, but um, it's very interesting how he defines each frequency change from what's natural and what they targeted for mood, for depression, for anxiety, and then there's the frequencies for the organs also uh, that are on Darren Schmidt. Dr. Darren Schmidt is a chiropractor. I think in Michigan he has a YouTube also. And uh, are you familiar with Dr. Klinghart in Seattle? No. No, yes. it seems, yes. yes. He, he won't treat anyone who sleeps on anything metal. He has a YouTube EMF, the health crisis of our time. Very good. Excellent. I had to see, watch it twice to get everything, and it's a short video. Oh, oh wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's wonderful. Those are very, very valuable information you have. Wonderful. You should put those out. And then when we go to Senate, you know, we have to bring all our evidence. Everyone brings their information, evidence. We will do more, more research. We will get more into the, those, and we will I go there. Prepared. Everything I know, Curtis Bennett told me to contact the health uh, Department of Health. It was never told that all of this wireless uh, devices use that plastic head as a guide. Uh, so uh, he told me to call a Planning and Development, City Code, Health Department, and a few other things. And I called the Health Department. I said, this is the story. I said, this is harming people. Uh, there's no uh, codes or laws for this. It violates codes. So you can't use the plastic head. They, I said, if I send you the emails and the research, will you at least acknowledge it and say, I received your email? I sent them about 20 emails. They acknowledged every one of them said we received it. And that was two months ago, and I haven't heard boo from them. Oh, so he said he received it, but he did not reply, like address he, your... Yeah, he did reply. He said we received your thing once, and then after that it was received, received, received. But at least oh. I, it was received because I sent it to also all these, this research and documentation to risk management for the city of Scottsdale and planning and development uh, to two people. And then also I sent it to uh, uh, one of the code supervisors. And no, not one of them acknowledged that they ever got an email. They never called me to ask a question, nothing. And their own children are in, in Wi-Fi in school with 2.4 billion cycles per second going through those kids every day. Yes. I, I believe that the, the reason they cannot, well, it used to be classified. Now it's not. 
And the reason uh, the reason is really because there aren't any laws in the book in this specific way. I when when I became a victim, I tried anything and everything. I went anywhere and everywhere. I did anything you could imagine. And finally, I came to this conclusion: we need laws. And for right. that, then I I started going to through my. I, that gentleman asked if I had a committee. I did have a committee. Through that, I tried to get uh, uh, Los Angeles County Democratic Party, which is a big deal. They have like uh, over hundred um, hundred uh, members, and the mem- you cannot be a member unless you are like um, uh, like a delegate from a city or a huge community. So one uh, one member there is like. Um, uh, representing uh, thousands of people or hundreds of people, so I was. Um, I had. Uh, I created this committee. Therefore, I was among them, and you can imagine what they were doing to me just to create that and go talk about that. And you can only imagine how they were retaliating against me. But I well, there are that- there are laws, but they're being violated. Some of the laws are completely antiquated, and there are no laws. But there is a utility law that an electrical code that you can't uh, only a licensed electrician can touch the owner's plate and put that meter on, and uh, it has to be inspected. You can't have an 18-year-old kid getting five dollars a meter while your AC is on, switching your meter out. That's illegal. So there are some laws and some codes that are being violated. Yes. Uh, altogether, altogether um, we need really to bring this, uh, th- this entire situation to uh, Senate and investigation and then go deeper and deeper and more in detail. Unless we don't have a very strong law, laws that they are practical, and then we cannot go uh, uh, like deeper or uh, on the side for other things. This is really, this is really, it's really important for us to to really get to Senate and and legislate laws. Well, I thought that the governors have jurisdiction more than the federal, and the sheriffs of the towns have more jurisdiction than the government. I heard that the local government is the way to go. Well, uh, I I believe police has very much to do with this, with every aspect of this situation, but police has no no. Uh, authority to uh, like has no law to I mean they uh, of course he, they can say this is against the Constitution it's against this against they they won't do that but there isn't they they ha- it looks like they don't have any ground uh, and that ground is something that we have to set that ground then after that, they cannot. Then they yes, receive 2,000 2, police officers in Memphis filed a forensic audit for the wireless meters. They want to know who designed them, what they're really for, and who who is responsible for that. And they uh, that was two months ago, two and a half months ago, I signed the petition online. So there are some police who are 
or know what they're do, trying to do to them. I heard in uh, Santa Cruz or uh, one town in California, the firemen uh, wouldn't go to work until a cell tower was taken down. Oh. They knew they were just trying to cook them and uh, sterilize them. Oh, this is good. Uh, they are they are kind of uh, now standing against this. This is beginning. This is wonderful. Wonderful. It's a drop in the bucket, but like yeah. you said, yeah, I think in the Amazon they were going to put a big dam in that Emerald Forest movie. Uh, where the kid was abducted, uh, ran away with the natives, and the father was an engineer. It's based on a true story. And they were building a huge dam uh, in the Amazon, and the natives didn't really want that. It would ruin the ecology. And they, uh-huh. uh, God cried, and, and there was a huge storm, and it broke the whole construction. And it wow. literally sort of like the parting of the Red Sea. Wow, really? That's the true yeah. story? Oh. Yeah, that's what I heard. And uh, uh, and also the parting of the Red Sea is a true story uh, where oh, it yes, was a low tide yes. and then we managed, our my tribe managed to escape from the uh, Egyptian soldiers. Yes, yes. I believe, I believe. Before, if you talk with me, I would say no way. But now I believe. We are, we are, 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 uh, we may existing is not rigid and it's not materially and it's not frozen. It's very dynamic, very dynamic. Right. Every, every, uh, thing that is, uh, it's like miracle. It's, it's part of our, our life. We don't open ourselves. We are not aware of it. We don't invite it. It doesn't, then it doesn't happen. We have to provoke. We provoke bad things. We have, yes. you know, we we should provoke this kind of things, and it can it can happen. They force us to provoke pain and suffering or whatever, but uh, we don't. <laughs> I don't. No matter what they do to me, I resist it. I resist it. Well, a week ago, I, did you hear about the fake lightning? A week ago in near Paris, there was a huge lightning bolt over a kid's birthday party, and people got injured in the same day in Germany. There was a huge lightning bolt on a kid's soccer game, and people got injured. So this is what they're doing. They're manipulating with the geoengineering. They're manipulating weather, and they're targeting and making fake earthquakes and underground blasts. Yes, yes, that that story I have not heard, but I definitely know they do it with heart and and geoengineering. Definitely, definitely. That's why we, now. That's why it's a lot easier for us to, uh, for people to believe us. It's a lot easier because people they don't, don't believe a word I say. All my neighbors have smart meters. They think I'm a conspiracy theorist. They don't read my, I leave them brochures and I tell them. Uh-huh. It's like neighbor versus neighbor. What what right do they have to electrocute across my property? Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to interrupt it. Excuse me, everybody. Excuse me. I'm just going to say goodnight. Everybody, thank you for the call. The call will be ending in five to ten minutes. And so continue. I just wanted to say goodnight and thank you, everybody. Goodnight.
Good so, night. Okay. Continue talking until uh, the call ends. Thank you very much. Good night. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Thank you. Nighty night. Good night. I didn't mean With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.